Hello, yes, indeedy, deedy. Welcome to episode 34 of True Cult Pop, the pop music podcast with all of your favourite bits and bobs about all the music that you like. Definitely, that's definitely what it is. It's me, Stephen Hill, and I'm delighted to say, joining me after an extended hiatus, uh, he's back. He's back amongst the goals and he's back amongst the life's bread. It's only, it's only, and it's no one else, it is only Sam Slight. But most importantly, it is Sam Slight. Sam Slight. Stephen Hill, as I live and breathe. You all right, mate? How you doing? <laughs> I'm good, thanks, mate. How you been? What's been going on? Have you had a nice time? Yeah, all right. Thank you, mate. Uh, obviously, by the time people will have heard this, I'll have popped up a few more times anyway. We've done a couple of your mm-hmm. cult pops, haven't we? We've got some other irons in the fire that we're yet to record, but you probably will have heard by the time this comes about. But yeah, I'm all right, mate. Been listening to music in between the drudgery of having a job and life pulling pints in it grow to the pub yeah man (laughs) love having you up the front steve definitely so (laughs) yeah the other one uh so on the patreon on our your cup pop for option paralysis had a little run through of the music i've been listening to you lot don't get that Mm. because you haven't given us any money but i will tell you that uh, i've been playing a great little video game called dredge although by the time this goes out i've long finished it basically steve it is I feel quite confident saying this. The best fishing horror game I've ever played. Wow. Yeah. There are so many, aren't there? I know, I know. Big words, but I, I think it might be up there. I think Goat Simulator is my favourite Goat Simulator. I prefer the, game... the second one. <laughs> yeah, Goat, but a different Goat Simulator. Yeah, Goat two. Simulator 2, Goat Harder. Yeah. Um, anyway, lovely catch up there. Yeah, Sam's yeah, right. That was great, we do have, yeah. have a Patreon page. And statistically, I think only one in seven of you are actually signed up to it. Scum. Looking at the stats on Spotify. Scum. So um, I'll do a little sting for that in a moment. But first, I'll tell you what's coming up on the show this week. It's going to be a little bit different. Binning off reviews because it's going to be a pretty bumper one. We're going to be looking forward to all of, I say all, a lot. There are so (laughs) many. We're going to be looking forward to a lot of the UK festivals. All of them, except for the ones that we're not doing. We're going to be dreaming of being stood in a field full of music fans with the sun beating down on our faces, holding an ice cold beer and watching endless, wonderful artists playing fantastic, memorable live sets. Of course, the reality is you will be stood in amongst a bunch of pissed up fools, totally disinterested in what's going on the stage, in the rain, holding an overpriced warm paper cup of Tuborg, watching a power metal band with none of their original members left playing through a terrible PA. But hey! Yeah, I've never liked Glastonbury. Yeah. <laughs> it's the dream that we're selling here, isn't it? And uh, as Sam said, you should go over to our Patreon page. As I said, uh, only only kind of one in I think it's one in six or one in seven. I did the maths, didn't write it down. Did the maths. My maths is slightly unreliable. But it's only about one in six of you. I know how many of you listen to this, and I know how many people we have on our Patreon page. So, you know, do yourself a favour and go over to patreon.com forward slash true cult pop where you can sign up for all of our exclusive content, which has sort of changed a little bit. Mm. Um, you may be aware of the change at this point because I haven't actually recorded the podcast where I'm going to say this. So I'm <laughs> going to say it now. Uh, sign up for any amount and suggest over on that page an album, a film, a song, a bit, whatever. We will probably just pick an album. And this week, we do one every week. We have gone for... All Killer No Filler by Sum 41. On last week's show, you might have heard me talking to Merlin before. Um, 
we recorded that uh sorry after we recorded that the news at some 41 had broke up uh came to light so we didn't have a chance to talk about it then we're not going to talk about it now because we don't really have time but we will be talking about it on our patreon page which is quite a good reason for you to sign up and listen to us talking about that so all killer no filler goes up tomorrow if you're listening to this podcast today it goes out hopefully hopefully it does because i'm actually again we're just to let you know we're recording this at quite an odd time quite far in advance because i'm going on holiday i'll be in lovely cyprus playing watching my dad play walking football at some point (laughs) um in cyprus right now as we speak so um that's what's going on um but we have a five pound tier as well and we kind of decided to adapt the five pound tier because basically as you know if you've been listening for a little while both of us both sam and i have quite a lot of um uh, other things that we do this is a sort of extracurricular activity for us and doing the classic albums we used to give you two classic albums a month one of mine and one of sam's they are quite the undertaking they mm. take a lot a lot a lot of research we want them to be really good um, i'm not being like oh it's really hard or anything like that <laughs> but it you know it's kind of quite research intensive and the scripts are usually kind of eight nine ten eleven pages long as opposed to the podcast which only a kind of a couple of pages long so it's just kind of a little bit labor intensive and um you probably know that you know both sam and i were talking about the amount of time it takes to do them so we've decided to give you for your five pound tier no less amounts of podcasts but just a slightly different type of thing yeah. so it will be one one classic album per month either one of mine or one of sam's and Something we can do a little bit easier, which will be something that I had sort of started doing on the Patreon page, the Beginner's Guide 2. We're going to start doing Beginner's Guides to certain bands. So you'll get a band of mine and an album, a classic album of Sam's for £5, or a classic album of mine and a Beginner's Guide to a band that Sam really likes for £5 a month. I hope that's all right with all of you. If it isn't, I don't know what to tell you, dude. Don't know what to tell you. What can I say? nothing just nothing. stony silence stony silence i'm sorry to disappoint you but then what it does mean is that uh true crap pop might come back even sooner because we've yeah. been meaning to do that for ages and uh you know it's just sort of juggling freeing up time doing stuff like that um hope that's all right but go go over and have a look there's quite a lot of stuff on there uh, at the moment um so there you go patreon.com forward slash true crap pop thanks very much everyone before we get into the um the festival thing obviously we always pick a song it's been in our head mm. at the start of uh every podcast sam you've gone for pretty fucking good one i have to say i have gone, gone for a pretty fucking good one i've gone for one uh i think it's a bit of an oddity uh in terms of this band's back catalog because i've gone for baphomet by zilinada it's been rattling around this tiny little head of mine for the last week well last few weeks actually um just little kind of riffs and refrains and i think it's quite a weird one given that it's a song that's never had a proper release i mean the the most readily accessible version of it is on their 2019 live in london album um it was released as a standalone single as part of the adult swim single series but you can't really get that too easily i mean you can basically only get it on the adult swim soundcloud um sort of repository i suppose but baphomet i think is an absolute banger and it is odd that a song that is so hard to come by in Zilinada's catalogue immediately became their kind of de facto closing song for every single show. But when you've got something that is as instantaneous as that chorus, the right hand up, left hand down, flame over top and a moon around, first time you hear it, you know that you're going to be singing that for the rest mm. of the night. And it's just such an earworm. I think Manuel has got such uh, such a talent for creating those... Ex- 
just infectious melodies. I mean, I was listening to Devil Is Fine off the back of it, and then I listened to Stranger Fruit as well. I think Stranger Fruit probably is my favourite Zelenada release. Wake of a Nation might come close. Um, it's just able to conjure up these really, really simple but really effective earworm choruses, and I've honestly just had it, yeah, like I say, rattling around for the last few weeks, and particularly all those little ad libs from the other live vocalists that he has, the, the kind of the backing bands that form the live Zelenada. Uh, experience i suppose that uh, all the weird kind of clicky little taut consonants of it <laughs> i've just got i'll be stood there pouring a pint or whatever and i'll be thinking i took a second to call him and it's just <laughs> i don't know why but it just keeps coming to me and i can't help but do it i suppose it's better than me just going e lin every time i reach for a glass though but yeah that's been happening a lot as well yeah yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. but yeah, yeah good, good. Baphomet, um i there's not loads to say about it beyond it's another fucking rager from zelanada but I, I think it's quite a cool a cool thing where you only really hear it if you hear it live like you have to be a fan of them to know the song, but it, mm. it, it's so instantaneous. I can't imagine going to see... If you're going to see them for the first time and you've not heard Baphomet, by the end of it, you'll be singing along with pretty much every word to it as is. Well, that's the weird thing about it, right? Because obviously um, this came out on their, like you said, the Live in London album in 2019. And I didn't go to that show, but I have seen Zee and a bunch of times mm. and have played this song. And it's so instant that you almost forget that you don't know it, mm. I think. Because when I put it on, I was like, oh, this song. And I was like, is this not on? I know it's not on any of their albums. Right. So when they play it live, like you, the, like you say, the first time you hear it, I think that's a mark of a really, really good band to be able to get straight boom in your head first time with the chorus, which we'll talk about in a second as well. <laughs> um, and um, it, it, like, it is a really, really great song. But I do remember hearing, having seen them play it like a few times, I think it was... Someone's last time I saw Zinada, it would have been, would have been Royal Albert with, Hall with Meshuggah. Yeah, Royal yeah, Albert yeah. Hall with Meshuggah. That is the one, that is the exact one. And I remember hearing them do this and I was like, oh, I love this song. And not even considering that it's a song that you don't actually hear anywhere outside of them mm, playing play live. I remember, yeah. yeah, I remember like going to see, this is a slightly different thing, but I remember going to see Pitch Shifter a lot in the late 90s before I'd bought the album Industrial and they used to play Triad off of that album, which was really good. And I remember seeing them so much that I was like, oh, I love Triad. Mm. And then when I got the album, I was like, oh, the recorded version's bloody rubbish. <laughs> and then the the version I see them play live was really, really good. So I was like, I don't actually want to listen to that version. I'm only going to, hear that song when it's live and you know it's cool that like Zelenada like you say they write such fucking great hooks it's a it's a it's a bit of a lost art and I'll say all the time it's a bit of a lost art in metal mm. it is like it definitely is can't think of too many other bands who would be considered like very heavy bands who have got so many endless like moments like if I think of Zelenada about 15 different massive choruses just go pip yeah. into my brain yeah. straight away. Whether it's Devil Is Fine or Grave Digger Strand or basically anything off any of their albums. I mean, all of their songs yeah, are so instantaneous. Even when they are doing, as you say, the really heavy stuff. I suppose thinking of really heavy bands who do have those kind of, uh, I suppose, iconic and, you know, real ear-catching moments. Uh, Mastodon would be one who jumped to mind, but I think most of their kind of most memorable moments maybe come mm. from the less heavy end of their discography anyway. Definitely. Mm. I think you don't remember. So like, you know, to go to the uh, Mastodon song, which I love, I don't think you, when you think of like Blood and Thunder, mm. you don't necessarily think of like, to me, it's the riff. 
That is the thing that I most. I think that's the most yeah, memorable fair. part about it. Vogue, and but not to say you know like they've got loads. Mm. This time, <laughs> this time, things are work out to fun. Oh. I won't let you this definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Bron, where, like, where's Stephen Hill gone? It's Bron Daler sat in front of me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, or um. Should I do any more? Probably shouldn't, should do I? Crush not talking about no, no, no. I want a big <laughs> chorus hook. I want you take the high road down. I take the crap. Oh, Bonjour's just run away from me singing that. She doesn't like it. Doesn't um, like you doing it more like Phil Anselmo than Mastodon. So. Yeah. Remit more of a Mauritian it remission era. Mm. She likes. Yes. She's a cat. She's a cat. She doesn't understand music. Uh but, but I bet she too. would like Zelenada. I think she would like Zelenada. Because everyone should. Should be one of those knows. snobs who go, oh, well, not proper black metal. No, it isn't. It's much better than that, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, they, they're using an element of a quite poor genre to accentuate better things. Yes, yeah. yes, do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Leave that in. Oh, imagine, if, imagine if black metal had songs. <laughs> Here you go. Ludicrous. Oh, God, that's actually quite better, isn't it? Yeah, mate, I love this. Really, really good. Really strong. I just love Zelenada. I hadn't actually listened to them that much um recently having this song bounced about my head i have been revisiting them and yeah i i do really i think stranger fruit is i think it's improving with age the longer i've had it the more and more i like it i think that album is gen- getting close to kind of a 10 out of 10 in my estimations there's just not a moment on it i don't absolutely adore it's great mm. i mean i really think the last one was sort of that idea taken to the most brilliantly concise mm. way that it could be taken. Funnily enough, I did actually just go to myself. I don't think I put that in. That wasn't, that came out last year and that didn't make my top 20 albums of last year. No. Which is pretty, pretty harsh because I think they're certainly, you know. A remarkably consistent mm-hmm. band who I would say, what a, for, for the most One of the best part, heavy albums, yeah. Oh, definitely. I mean, I think for the most part as well, Zelenardo basically release on release on release has been a, a bit of an improvement each time. I do think the mm. self-titled uh, isn't quite as good as Stranger Fruit myself. Wake of a Nation might be might be the best thing they've done, actually, that EP. But yeah. Great band. Okay. I'm hoping to get to uh, Bloodstock for the Saturday that Meshuggah are headlining and uh, Zillionada are headlining the second stage not long after them, as I'm Don't sure we'll ruin talk it. about. We're about yeah. to do all that, aren't I we? I know, I know, but that'll be brilliant, won't it? Baphomet bringing you into midnight, imagine. Yeah, we'll be, be lovely. That. Yeah. Stay tuned, and you can hear us say that again. <laughs> In about uh, 45 minutes. 45, 50 minutes, yeah, that's <laughs> happening. Anyway, enough of this shit. Yeah. Enough of this. <laughs> Finally, we have. I've made you do something against your will, Sam. Not for the first time. <laughs> this whole experience, basically, has been against your will, hasn't it? Mm. Um, I have picked, and I have picked it out of spite. I think absolutely out of spite mm. absolutely out of spite I have picked Wake Up Boo by the Boo Radleys as my song released on the title Wake Up Boo released on the 27th of February 1995 the lead single from the Wallersley based Britpop band's album Wake Up mm. which was a bit of a hit now if you are one of the one in seven who are over on our Patreon page and you you do listen to the classic album podcasts that we do We've been doing a fair bit of stuff from sort of 94, 95, 96 uh, recently. And funnily enough, weirdly, oddly, Wake Up Boo and the Boo Radleys 
it seemed to be coming up when we look at like albums of the year singles of the year and mm. stuff it was coming up a lot and i was going oh wake up boo you know that don't you sam didn't know it mm. and i was like oh you know that now have you listened to wake up boo yet and he hadn't listened to it and then he said well i'm absolutely not going to listen to mm. it out of spite and so i've picked it so that he can he's contractually obliged to listen to it just before we get into your opinion on the song, Sam, I will tell you, you've got to number nine on the UK singles uh -huh. chart. Sold over 200,000 copies well done. here in the United Kingdom. And Chris Evans used to use it as the main theme to his Radio 1 breakfast show back in the 90s. That is a shame. Um, that is a shame. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so here we go. Finally, uh, a moment of a cultural awakening, if you like, for you in mm. many ways. Mm. Getting to hear Wake Up Boo by the Boo Radleys. What do you think about this momentous occasion? Oh, I didn't listen to it. I still refuse to listen to it. You what? You didn't listen to it? <laughs> That's you not better have done. I did, I did, yeah. I did. That was just great banter, Stephen Hill. Um, mm, thanks. You know what, mate? I think we're both going to be incredibly disappointed because with a song title as poor as Wake Up Boo and the fact that, you know, you and the other people who go to see Curb Dog and have a great time in your 40s love this song i was really hoping that this was going to be some sort of really dated kind of relic some disaster that i would absolutely hate unfortunately i i do obviously know this song i just didn't know its title everyone knows i Wake knew Up it Blue. of course we do i knew it i knew it i caught i thought how can you not because jamie Thixton used it on his breakfast show a man and amanda holden they've been all my they, favorites yeah. they all yeah <laughs> i know i know how much you like amanda holden sam <laughs> i know what a big fan you are of amanda holden um who isn't well, um quite anyone with eyes is taste and a brain i think oh yeah those people yeah yeah I yeah don't, uh, don't really get on with those people though so you do know Wake Up Boo? Yeah, I just didn't know that, of course that you was do. the song title. Of course I know it. Every, oh, I think everyone in the UK must know it. You do, everyone knows that chorus. It is uh, very instantly recognisable. Um, quite a bland song, I think. It's good fun. I like that it, uh, like all of those kind of, you know, British, uh, well, the Brit rock, Brit pop bands and stuff, tries to go for that kind of Beatles-y melody with a little bit of monkeys thrown in. Um, it's fine. I'm quite disappointed that I don't have loads more to say on it than wake up, boo, it's a beautiful morning. Um, well done. Yep. Yep. I mean, look. Are you going to tell me why uh, it's the best song of the 90s? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> the way you've been no, going no, on no, about no. it. Well, it's it's weird, right? Because I remember, like, I have a very vivid, vivid memory of hearing this being played on the radio um in the car with my dad coming back from football one day and they're like this is out on monday and i was like who's the boo who are the boo radleys and it's so like i guess it's so it's either infectiously joyous or annoyingly joyous and i have jumped between both of those uh things over the years when it first came out i was like this is great this is really really cool this is really like wake wake i like the wake up wake up and the that kind of like disco-y bit in the middle. Mm. I think that's really, I think that's really good. I don't like the start. I think the start's bad. Just get on with it. Just yeah, get straight yeah, yeah. into it. And I think the, 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 the single version does do that. Um, it is a very, very catchy song. Let's say it's yeah. got all that kind of, it is like pure kind of fetishizing your granddad's like music collection by, like you say, the monkeys and the birds and the Beatles mm. and the, the beach boys. And they all tried to do that. Um, 
I think I've said it a bunch of times before. I famously, a few years later, when the Boo Radley supported the Main Street Preachers, and I was fully metal at that point. I was really into like the you know the 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 Chaos rising AD. of new metal stuff and yeah, all that. Yeah, yeah. I wore a corn T-shirt to Manix when they were Ooh, like when they having just watched on the Britney. <laughs> I know. I was, I was like, look at me, I'm so different. Um, <laughs> and uh, I, uh, I I I threw a load of copper coins at the Boo Radleys while they were playing, which you shouldn't do. It would wake and, them up though. It would, and the, the guitarist offered started was offering me out. Um, he said he was going to beat me up in between one of the songs. He came right to the lip of the stage and he said, "I'm going to fucking knock you out in his Scouse accent." Um, not like someone from Liverpool to be <laughs> overly ag- physically aggressive. I wouldn't say what overly. You were throwing copper coins at him. I was actually. While yeah, he was no, at work. Back. <laughs> yeah, I mean, someone did it to Jamie Carragher a few years later, and he just picked it up and threw it straight back at him. So, you know, they've got. I was going to say they've got previous. They haven't got previous. They've got that happened before. Um, anyway, yes, yeah, so I wasn't very nice to the Boo Radleys. No, and I weren't. did think, I have not really listened to any, I, I couldn't tell you another one of their songs. Lazarus, I think they had a song called Lazarus, just sort of remember. No, I don't really remember them. Very... Yeah, but again, this mm. is this is before the event. They were ripping off the Boo Radleys. Oh, again. Bloody hell. Again. Right. His whole career is based on just getting on Chris Evans' Radio on Breakfast show. But I think this is pretty good. Like, as a song, maybe it's me who now just goes back to all of this stuff. A bit like the Lightning Seeds, you know? Like, I had a little period where I really liked the Lightning Seeds, and then I was like, oh, they're fucking wet. And now I really like them again. And mm. I can't help but... Um, I can't help but quite have just sort of fond, fuzzy, you know, warm memories of this song. I had it on a shine compilation album now for those of you not old enough sam to remember the shine compilation albums every few months every sort of six months in the mid 90s because Britpop was so big mm. they would bring out a compilation album called shine of just a load of Britpop stuff and i had shine one two three and four and they must have all come out within about 18 months mm. maximum of each other just like fucking get them out quickly get them out yeah, get them before out, everyone get them realizes out. they're not worth buying <laughs> yeah, get around. before this before fucking radio had released OK Computer and this whole scene dies on its ass. Get them all out quickly. Get them all out now before America do something else. Get them out. Sell loads of copies of. And I do remember. I think the first Shine album had uh, had Wake Up Bill on it, and I was delighted because mm. it had a load of stuff on it that I liked. Yeah, you know? I mean, whose album I wouldn't buy? You know, yeah, would sure. I, would 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 I buy a Shed Seven album? I wouldn't buy a Shed Seven album, but. Do I do I want Chasing Rainbows on a Shine compilation along with Wake Up Boo and I don't know whatever Ash and Cooler Shaker songs on there? Yeah, yeah. for thirteen ninety nine. That's that. a bargain. What for Cooler Shaker? <laughs> <laughs> yes, you'd have to pay of. me to get a compilation with Cooler Shaker on. But yeah, I mean this song, it's it's fine. Like I quite like it. I think you're absolutely right that it can toe the line between joyous and irritatingly uh, kind of upbeat. Uh, I think at the moment I'm probably more on the kind of like I enjoy the joy that it inspires but yeah I could, I've, I've definitely been annoyed by this song myself in the past probably because of its usage being involved with things like Chris Evans and Jamie Theakston and Amanda Holden my big my big three I can see that yeah, yeah. <laughs> dredging up some horrible memories go on mate you, I was going to say you are so raring to get this out <laughs> shine <laughs> shine the first shine came out on the 27th of april 1995 oh cool. and the best of shine came out 
in on so they did 10 of them in three years and then they released the best of cripes um so yeah shine uh like king gizzard and the lizard wizard yeah man look at this shine 2 and it's t-double-o shine 2 20 20 new brilliant indie hits uh yeah here it is here it is shine 2 i had this 20 new brilliant indie hits some might say by oasis changing man by paul weller girl from mars from ash um by ash i should say love spreads by stone roses a girl like you by edwin collins wake up boo yeah brilliant Changed by the Lightning Seed, Staying Out for the Summer by Dodgy, Fine Time by Cast. I see, I am not buying a Cast album, a Dodgy album, or an Edwin Collins album, although I have a lot of respect for him. But I want those songs, definitely. Fine Time by Cast, Waking Up by Elastica, Ridiculous Thoughts by The Cranberries, Vegas by Sleeper. Uh, this is where it gets down. Where I Find My Heaven by Gigolo Arts. Have you ever seen the show? <laughs> You're have just you ever, you're making this up now. No, 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 no. Have you have you ever seen the show Game On, the no. '90s sitcom? No. Okay, because that was the theme tune. That where I find my heaven. That's quite good. Haunted by you by Gene. Now they sleep by Belly. It's gone down quite bad now, isn't it? Belly. Sparky's dream by yeah, Belly. <laughs> Sparky's dream by Teenage Fan Club. Stay together by Suede. Kinky Afro by Happy Mondays. Uh, Okay, that's track 18. I'm going to leave track 19 to the end. <laughs> 20, Underwear by Pulp. Track 19, Love Will Tear Us Apart 95 by Joy Division. Ah, uh, yes. The famous Brit Rock band. <laughs> what are you doing here? What are you doing here? What are you doing here? And I mean, fucking 995. April 95, Shine. August 95, Shine 2. October, Shine 3. October 95. January 96, Shine 4. They did four of them in a year. That's how big this shit was. What a and I year. mean, core, core. They really. They got July '96. Shine Five comes out. It becomes a fucking two disc debacle. The seventy-two I mean, seasons of Britpop. But I tell you what, I look through it and I go, yeah, fair enough. Um, there's another Boo Radley song on Shine Six. Well, we'll do that next uh, week then. <laughs> is this and on shine seven of course it is is this interesting i don't know anyway i'm not cutting it out fuck you anyway there you go boo radley's wake up boo and the shine compilation series a, a beginner's into... guide to the shine compilation <laughs> series <laughs> we should That's do that one. sack off the swans idea let's just do fucking shine oh god i'd love that i'd fucking love that <laughs> I actually would like that. Can we? Is, hey, if one per oh. if one person tweets that they would like that. We're doing it. Just one person. Shall I tweet it from my pub's Twitter account for you? That way, it's guaranteed. <laughs> Somebody will. Somebody will. <laughs> Somebody will. Classic album on Shine Two. <laughs> Got my eye on you, Gaz Jones. <sighs> All right. Oh, we've had a lot of laughs. Now let's get down to the seriousness. Mm. It's festival season. Mm. A time Festivals are coming up. Solemn reflection. It's happening. It's some. It's it's summer, um, and there are many choices that you have as a United Kingdom. This is the UK. We're sort of focused on the UK. Apologies if you're in Europe, or Canada, or America, or Australia, or somewhere else. Apologies. Um, this might not be of that much interest to you, admittedly, but because Sam and I are in the UK and we're like, what are we going to do with our summer? Mm. 
well we're going to give you a kind of idea what we'll do and you know a few shouts if you're thinking i would quite like to go to a festival but I don't know which one to go to and festivals obviously are a big thing it's where it still feels like everything in the music industry is sort of focused around the summer festival season mm. no matter where you are right yeah, that yeah. that's true isn't it yes there's definitely dearth tours uh releases tend to drop off a little bit around that time i mean basically yeah you kind of have your yeah, your big pre-festival release season, which is usually around April. We've kind of had it now, I would say. Mm-hmm. You know, in the last, what, eight, oh God, eight weeks from now, or eight weeks prior to right now recording, you know, Depeche Mode and Metallica. Um, and, you know, so many sort of big artists in between all that. Fred, again, just releases Brian Eno thing as we record. Um, yeah, and then you don't really get anything until quite a way after. I mean, in the UK, you tend to get uh, the announcements of the tours while you're at festivals slated for kind of october time so basically if you don't want to spend 300 pounds to stand in a wet field uh you've got to wait quite a long time you do yes you do but um you know it's just it just feels like the conversation around you know even i was i did a thing for metal hammer with a, a group of bands the other day and when mm. i said talk to them about stuff there a lot of their festival was a lot of their festival a lot of their focus was you know, how do we get up onto festival bills? Like, where are we going to go? What festivals are we going to play? Like, how do festival bookers, festival bookers, festival bookers? And it just feels like, because the UK festival market is booming and fucking expensive in the middle of a yeah. cost of living crisis, and there are so many of them, like, one misstep for a festival mm. could prove fatal. Look at Sonosphere. Yeah. It's gone. Totally gone. And you could argue that really, and it came back in 2014, but really, Sonosphere paid the price for one misstep by booking Kiss, Faith No More and Queen, Queen yeah. as, as headliners in 2012 and has never, ever recovered, even with a lineup that gave you the Prodigy Metallica <laughs> and Iron Maiden in yeah. 2014. Um, really, really difficult to, you know, we're looking at that kind of almost 10 years on now. And if anything, it's got even more crowded. Oh, absolutely. And I think especially with the big festivals, like um, I think they've got to hedge their bets on, you know, guaranteed ticket sellers uh, and unfortunately kind of inflated prices for it. I mean, that's maybe a conversation for another time in terms of where the festival market goes. Um, I personally think that, uh, I suppose, I was chatting with my mate about this, it's difficult because you do kind of want those tailored festivals. You do want your download equivalents where you can go and see kind of big rock and metal apps and stuff like that. At the same time, to me, though, I think the idea of something like Ross Kilda is so much more appealing where I could see Metallica and Kendrick Lamar and Depeche Mode in one weekend. But mm, I don't know where we yeah. go with that. But uh, going back to your point of talking to these bands about um, kind of, you know, setting their sights on uh, festival lineups and kind of which ones they should be aiming for. I mean, it's, it is still a great way to get exposure. If you get a good slot at a festival and people actually fucking turn out to see you and smash it, that is so much more valuable than, well, <laughs> anything short of getting a viral TikTok dance done about you. Mm. yeah it's true and the thing is you can get really really unbelievably brilliantly memorable performances and think like you know i saw duran duran twice at the o2 recently mm. and it was great but it wasn't the same as seeing them in the sun in a field on a massive stage with eighty thousand people there yeah. that was fucking amazing i think if you get it right it's like festival performances can be so 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 memorable i mean i don't even need to go into all the other ones but like there are loads um so what we've basically done is we've broken it into kind of the big festivals, the big established festivals and more of the sort of boutique festivals. And I think to kick off, really, we're going to have to start with the big daddy of them all. Glastonbury mm. uh, Festival of Contemporary Performing Arts taking place on Worthy Farm in Somerset 
from the 21st to the 25th of June. The pyramid stage, the main stage headliners are Arctic Monkeys, Guns N' Roses and Elton John, which has caused quite a lot of uh, consternation mm. regarding the lack of, shall we call it, diversity on the bill as headliners. Yep, yep. Um, understandably so. I mean, it is, yeah, uh, a bunch of white men playing kind of variations on rock music uh i mean it is interesting to see that lizzo is on the poster she is listed in the headliners slot isn't she because mm -hmm. all the rest of yep. it is um uh is alphabetical and she is well she's kind of up on her own to the top right there i mean i guess it's difficult because as amazing as lizzo is you know we uh think well discovered her really was special i know you got to see her earlier this year and had a fucking brilliant time um but I guess it is that difficulty. Again, when we're in this cost of living, where you're asking people to part with a lot of money, you've got to have those bona fide, guaranteed, massive, massive artists. So you're not going to turn down Arctic Monkeys and Guns N' Roses and Elton John if they're all available. You know, they're all stadium artists in their own right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, looking on Spotify, right? I mean, Lizzo sold out two nights of the O2. Nothing to be sniffed out. She's no, no. probably one of the biggest pop stars. Well, not probably. She's one of the biggest pop stars on the planet at the moment. 23 million 248,749 monthly listeners Lizzo has. Um, Guns N' Roses have 26,859,304 monthly listeners and also a 35-year career yeah, where they've written legacy. and created... Yeah, uh, one of the biggest selling rock albums in history. They've never played Glastonbury before. I think Lizzo would be big enough to headline the pyramid stage i do think she would and actually with glastonbury i think they have quite a diff they probably have a, a as hard a time as a harder time than any other uk festival defending um the kind of lack of diversity in headliners because glastonbury sells out before they announce who's playing it so they can take a risk on kind of an outsider headliner uh, sounds weird to call lizzo an outsider headliner but yeah when you've got the legacy of i mean particularly guns and roses and elton john you, you can't really <laughs> can't really say no to them being about particularly Elton John it's his last UK show you know well Elton John 48,892,822 monthly listed on Spotify right. uh, coupled with the fact that he is like I said a few weeks ago one of the most iconic and and biggest selling artists in the history of music full stop mm. there isn't anyone you can name who could go above Elton John no. in music and I mean that currently performing or dead like, if you reformed Led Zeppelin, they'd have to co-headline with Elton John. Like, <laughs> he's that fucking big, right? Yeah. He's that big. And then you've also got uh, the Arctic Monkeys, mm. who um, are on 44,306,443 monthly listeners. They also are considerably bigger than Lizzo. So Lizzo, of the four of them, I don't think you can argue that Lizzo is the smallest of the four. And if you're getting offered any of those other three and you're going to take it as a big headliner a risk-free headliner mm. arctic monkeys guns and roses elton john absolutely risk-free those are massive 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 artists like absolutely massive iconic genuinely legitimately transcend the genre that they came from they have to headline they just mm. have to if you get and, and you'd be fucking mad as a, as a business on a business decision you would be mad to turn them down mad 
Yeah, absolutely. I suppose the only risk in those three headliners is that Arctic Monkeys might turn up and be a bit boring. That is basically the only <laughs> risk they've got to worry about there. But yeah, I mean, it, it is a safe set of headliners. And uh, I suppose you have to wonder kind of how narrow the parameters for a safe Glastonbury headliner are when people got upset about Metallica getting booked in 2014. It's like, you know, one of the biggest bands ever is still a risk for that kind of festival. Yeah, and I think when you, you look back at, you know, Billie Eilish and Kendrick Lamar being booked last year alongside Paul McCartney, mm. what a, you know, that is really, Great that is really diverse. Yeah. You know, um, I think, you know, I said it before, we're not actually there yet, are we? We're not there in a point where it's easy to do that every year. Mm. I mean, yes, like I say, you could put Lizzo, you could have gone, actually, we won't have Elton John, or we won't, well, it's Guns N' Roses today, so we won't have Guns N' Roses, we'll just bump Lizzo up. Mm. And I think that would have been fine, but I also think going from having never headlined any festival here in the UK to headlining the biggest festival is quite a jump. I do think that's quite a jump and that's absolutely no shade on Lizzo who I think would have been brilliant and I think it would have been one of those things where it would have made them. I think maybe Florence and the Machine did a similar thing when they stood in for Foo Fighters that time and it's, I'm sure... I mean, Radiohead in 1997 had mm. never headlined a UK festival before until they headlined Glastonbury, which is the biggest one. So, you know, there's definitely precedent there. But I think the idea of having a diverse festival bill and this and that i think that means that a you need to look further than just the first three names on the poster <laughs> and b um it means that sometimes that will happen yes you know like next year they might book beyonce taylor swift and um uh let me think who else they could, and dave do you know what i mean like mm, that, that might yeah. be a uh, which would be a whole contemporary group of headliners and then you'd get the you know blokes in stone island and uh fucking you know paul weller haircuts yeah. going yeah, yeah, yeah. why is yeah. liam so, here again yeah mm. so i understand that the balance is there to be struck but i think it's really i i personally i think it's really cool that glastonbury can do both of those things mm-hmm. and that's just like oh yeah that's what they're doing particularly when you fill it with a lineup which also goes beneath it lizzo lana del rey lil nas x Wizkid, yusuf Cat Stevens. Um, I'm not going to go through every single person here, but you've got H, Alison Goldfrapp, Alt J, um, Barrington Levy, Becky Hill, Black Country New Row, Beth Orton, Candy Stanton, Blondie, Carly Rae Jepsen, Central Sea, Cat Burns, Churches, Christina the Queens, Fatboy Slim, Fred again, Gabrielle's, uh, Joey Badass, Hot Chip, Kalise Leftfield, Lewis Capaldi, Loyal Carner, Manic Street Preachers, Monoskin, Nova Twins, Phoenix, Rina Sawayama, um rudimental royal blood slow tie sparks the chicks texas the who war on drugs thundercat young fathers yaya bay ways blood war paint that is a that's a really really brilliantly diverse group of artists and i don't mean diverse in terms of i guess i don't want to go on and on about like this sort of oh you need to have a certain amount of um women or you need to have a certain amount of uh people of color i Mm. think in terms of the music itself that is a like again glastonbury always does this and there are so many more people that are going to be announced for it as we record i would say that's probably about a tenth of the lineup that we've got there right (laughs) yeah um i mean they'll have so many of the kind of smaller weird experimental stages i mean they started the uh the earache stage back in was it 2017 um you know, Napalm mm. Death appear in there uh, at the same time as, oh, I can't even remember who was headlining, but, you know, Napalm Death do not fit in with many of the other bands that you're going to get booked at a place like Glastonbury. And I think that in itself mm. is really cool. You're absolutely right. Yeah, I th- I think it's a, a fucking 
really, really impressive lineup. I mean, the idea that I could see left field and Rina Sawayama and Young Fathers and then Elton John at one festival, that is, it beggars belief, really. It is, oh, I mean, yeah, they're really, to be honest, the stuff on there that I'm not excited by, apart from Manuskin, is stuff that I don't know. Like, they're the only band that I'm aware of that I'm like, well, I wouldn't see them if I was there. Yeah, I mean, you know, I don't really want to see Texas particularly, <laughs> I've got to be honest. Um, but like, the, yeah, there is so much stuff that you just think there's bound to be um, clashes all over the gaff. I mean, I've never seen Black Country New Road. No, me neither. I'd really like to see Cat Stevens. Obviously, mm. I'd like to, I'd, I'd watch all three of the main headliners. I'd obviously watch Lizzo. I've never seen Lana Del Rey. I'd like to see that. I've never seen Blondie. I'd love to see Blondie. Christine yeah. the Queens, I'd like to see. I've never seen Churches. I've never seen Kylie Rae Jepsen in, after that last album, you know. Um, I would want to properly see Gabrielle's because I'm supporting Elton John, but I didn't really kind of watch properly. I didn't know they were at the time. Uh, I'd love to see left field again i'd love to see kelis again mm. um i really can't, would love to see laura Carner. i'd always watch the manics i'd love to you know i want to see rena with that you know no now knowing that new material um i i'd love to see sparks man and <laughs> yeah you know thundercat like young fathers yeah yeah bay i was talking about yeah bay on the podcast again recently i'd love to see her that that ep is fucking amazing um yeah man it's really really good i think you know it could do if like just for a bit of balance, like for as people who like heavier music mm -hmm. could do with a bit of actually heavier music in there. You know, I think we've, we'd had, you know, last sort of few, there's not been the earache stage. I would like that to come back. But overall, I think this is fucking great, this lineup. Really great. I think it's very, very, very impressive. I mean, I think the only thing that puts me off going to Glastonbury is the fact that you do have to buy tickets blind for the most part and, and you've got to pay through the nose for them. But also, just the size of it, it does, it does put me off, I must say. I think that is one of my difficulties with festivals, is when they get to kind of... I mean, honestly, I think Sonosphere was the ideal size for me when it was about, I think, mm -hmm. a kind of 45, 50,000, but with headliners of that magnitude. That's, that's kind of what I want. But, that, you know, that's, that's a personal gripe. It does look absolutely amazing. If, if there was a way to get in for free, like in the good old days, under a fence or something, I'd definitely be... I'd be investing in a spade yeah i i would i'm re i would love to go i don't have a ticket i'm mm. not really sure if i can get a ticket to cover it for the podcast or whatever metal hammer it's might want me to do it if they do the direct stage you never, you never know well no um, i mean lizzo's been stealing from rammstein so i mean that's reason yes that's go, true isn't it? yeah yes isn't it just to, like, have a go wag your finger at her. No, um I but i don't want to camp and it is no. the size of a city so um i don't know yeah you, you, the size of it is intimidating and that is mm. one I, that is oddly the thing that most puts me off mm. that these massive artists are there but i'm actually quite put off because it's so fucking massive mm. but anyway there you go glastonbury um i don't really think there's loads to moan about Glastonbury. i think no. the the gripes at glastonbury are a bit misguided if i'm being completely honest yeah i would say so and actually um a point you made a little bit a few well, a few minutes ago about people just looking at the top three um artists on a poster i mean if that's what your festival lives and dies on your festival's probably got quite a short shelf life because look at the rest of that lineup it's like even if you mm. are going like i've got a mate who's going and he said he's not really that bothered about elton john and it's like well one you're mental you have to go and see elton john while you're there but, yeah. you know, Chemical Brothers are on the other stage at the exact same time, which for him is absolutely perfect, let alone everything else uh, everything else on throughout the day. I went to 2003's in 2019, and I only watched one of the main stage headliners because I couldn't give a fuck about the other two, but it was still an amazing lineup and a brilliant weekend, you know. 
the the main stage headliners are not the be all end all of a music festival no 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 they really really aren't they no. really aren't in fact i like it when there's a crap headliner because it gets get home early, early yeah <laughs> get home early in it yeah there you go so anyway, glastonbury um well done let's move on to what would have been considered our bread and butter back in the day <laughs> i reckon sam uh download the 20th anniversary of download download mm. 20 the 8th of june to the 11th of june over at donnington park um the hallowed turf <laughs> as it is so eye-rollingly referred to there's yes. something special about the, the, the turf that no, there's not it's a, just a fuck it's a fucking airstrip like yeah. come on it's not it's a big field uh, in Leicestershire. Anyway. that's all it is yeah yeah that's gripe aside four days for download mm. um to celebrate 20 years now i have been going to download i've been to every download since 2009 and i don't think i'm going this year and i'm actually perfectly fine with that perfectly fine with that i'm mm. completely okay with the idea of not going to download because i look at this lineup and this might be this might come from a place of privilege but there's not a lot that really gets me excited on this lineup. So first of all, um, Thursday headliner is Metallica. Friday headliner is Bring Me the Horizon. Saturday headliner is Metallica again. Sunday headliner is Slipknot. Um, for me, the you want to see Metallica as many times as you can see Metallica. Absolutely. And to, um, well, I won't go into it now to save anyone's setlist spoilers. But having seen the setlist that they are doing for this tour. I am really, really annoyed that I am not seeing Metallica this year because um, they've pulled out some fucking blinders, I would say, in terms of the sets they put together. But yes, you want to see them as much as you possibly can. Yeah, you want to see them as much as you possibly can. Don't know that I would be... I don't, I'm not sure that it always works out that well for download when they bend over backwards a la ACDC for bands, you know? <laughs> Um, you know what? I've not been to a download where they have had to make special concessions for one of their headliners, actually. So um, yeah, I, I, I can't I mean, actually speak to the the experience of being there for that. Mm. So I don't. So it kind of feels like that extra day. If people are going, oh well, you know, they've promoted a headliner and they've got a new young headliner in Bring Me the Horizon. Well, Bring Me the Horizon have been around for twenty years. Mm, they probably should have headlined it nine years ago at this point. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you really, like, on that spirit, they've been... Uh, you well, could I'm, argue Sempaternal. I was going to say post-Sempaternal, really. Yeah. yeah, but unquestionably... I mean, there, there's a debate to be had there. There's no debate to be had about their size mm. when you get to, to that's the spirit. So I think you could say since 2015, they've been ready to do this, really, which is eight years. Yeah. And they'd been around, you know, over a decade before that, mm. which is just goes to show how hard it is for bands of this genre to kind of rise up the the chain and um bring me the horizon would be the headliner that i would be most interested in seeing and most excited about seeing however i did see them already headline the kind of the the, the other main stage at Reading last year mm. and they were fucking brilliant i remember you they saying were, yeah, yeah they were really really good um i've i saw them do that all points east thing a while ago and i thought it was up and down they were much better at reading and mm. i think it, like that was their first go at doing it a bit like avenged you know they first on the headline download it was all right second time they were great mm. uh, and i think maybe it'd be the same thing with bring me the horizon so i think at this point they are definitely clearly a band who can headline this festival and i think bring me might be the big 
sort of talking point or the big band you kind of steal the the whole thing to be honest could be undoubtedly going to be the talking point because it's either going to be oh my god weren't bring me brilliant they've done it really well or no it's not not even an either or it's going to be both that and people going see they can't do it they shouldn't have been there they're not heavy enough because unfortunately there's just a lot of dickheads in the world i agree i think bring me are the most interesting headliner if i were going i think i would still be more excited about seeing metallica um because it's fucking Metallica. And like I say, those set lists are yeah. amazing. But I would definitely be watching Bring Me if I was there. Whereas, mm. I mean, I must say, it's weird to think that Slipknot would be the headliner I'd be least interested in seeing at Download this year by quite some distance. Because, well, I don't know about you. I mean, you've been seeing Slipknot a fair bit longer than me. I first saw them at Download 2013. But every time I've seen them, which is seven or eight times now, I think each show has just been a little bit less good than the one that preceded it for me. I feel like Slipknot have been... Yeah, kind of um, coasting live for a little bit. Maybe. I mean, I haven't seen Slipknot since they played the O2 right before the pandemic in 2020. Mm. So who knows what kind of form they're on at the moment. Yeah, to be fair. What I will say is I've not gone back to that last album they did, even though I thought it was kind of treated quite harshly. I think just, you know... It wasn't a great. It wasn't a great album, but it wasn't as bad as people made out. So I think kind of both things can be true. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's not a fantastic record, no, but it's probably a lot better than people maybe gave it credit for. Um, I don't really know what the. I mean, Slipknot are historically. They are. They are maybe the definitive download band, mm-hmm. right? I would so say it so. makes sense. So it makes sense to have them there. Um, that two thousand and nine download headline performance might be the best ever download headlining performance certainly the most famous one yeah so it does make sense for me i mean would i go if slipknot were playing in london would i want to go and see them yes Mm. yes i would right uh if Slipknot were playing uh, a festival close to me or would i want to go and see them? yeah of course i would um if i was at download would i watch slipknot yes of course i would Am I excited by the idea of watching Slipknot? Having seen them, I mean, I couldn't even tell you how many times I've seen them now. I wouldn't say I would get, oh my God, I'm seeing Slipknot tonight. Mm-hmm. Like, the, you know, the day I went to see Elton John, I was like, oh yes, we're going to be able to see Elton John tonight. You know, it's not really, it's, it's kind of transcended beyond that. I used to have that. I don't really have it anymore. You've had, From All Hope Is Gone, I think basically, which is a poor album, you've had, it's been packed like it's been packed you know we are not your kind is really good like mm. we're not your kind is actually really really good and i think seeing them around that tour they felt like they boosted again uh i still think that last album is pretty good um it's definitely better than people kind of made it out to be but i i haven't really gone back to it that much so in terms of headliners like yeah slipknot for me are certainly the ones that i would look at and be like oh that'll be decent enough but yeah they'll, they'll come out and they'll, about it. they'll come out and do stuff from the first three albums and it'll be a good time but yeah it's not the most salacious proposition is it yeah metallica twice is like i get it they're doing that across europe uh, a bit cheeky to do it at a festival personally i think well they um, did it across the states all of last year they did like five or six festivals doing it yeah, they the did actually. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah, okay. Well, I mean, I suppose they're adding an extra day for it. Yeah, you know, like at least they've sort of filled it with, it doesn't look like it's a sort of afterthought because you've got, um, so on the Metallica day, so let's go day by day. Thursday, you've got Alter Bridge um, underneath Metallica, Five Finger Death Punch, Hailstorm Ginger, Pussifer, State Champs, Perturbator, A.A. Williams, The Bronx, Cancer Bats, Casket, Cherry Bomb, 
cherry bombs plural sorry mm. fearless vampire killers haken 100 reasons uh mammoth van wolfgang van halen um mimi barks mum jeans punk rock factory Ooh. snakes and tigress so to me i will always watch perturbator yep um pussifer when i saw them in london they were fucking fantastic Be- the bronx and cancer bats having seen them 15 16 times <laughs> are great 100 Reasons have released a really good album and I'd like to see them play some of the stuff off that. Yeah. The end. Uh, I would wonder how Pussifer would get on. I think it depends what stage they are put on because, I mean, from what you were saying, it was very much about the kind of the, uh, well, the spectacle of the entire event rather than just their set. I mean, if they're just on yeah. the main stage, is it really going to translate quite as well? I mean, I don't mm. know. I don't really know Pussifer, to be honest. They're, they're the Maynard side project I've not really ever delved into. Um, but yeah, Perturbate definitely. A.A. Williams, I would definitely go and see Where I There because um, I think she is a m- magnificent performer. Unfortunately, and I think this is probably going to be something we'll say a lot while we're going through the rest of this lineup, she will probably get a crap slot and not many people will go and see her, which is going to be a shame. But yeah, the Bronx. Yeah. I've never seen the Bronx. I'd love to go and see the Bronx. Cancer Bats, shoe in. Going to be a fucking great party time. Mm, yeah, 100 reasons. Yeah, I mean, beyond that, a little thin on the ground for me that day personally. Yeah, I mean, there's not really much to get genuinely excited about. I wouldn't be like, I love Cancer Bats. I think they're fucking great. I'll always go and see them. Mm-hmm. Again, do I get excited by the idea of watching Cancer Bats at this point? No. No, I go, oh, cool, Cancer Bats, that's great. But it's not enough to make me go, oh, I have to be there to see that. There have been times where I've been like, I have to be there, I need to see this. And that's not how I feel about that. Sure. Um, Friday the 9th of June, Bremen Horizon, Architects, Evanescence, Within Temptation, Pendulum Net Deep, VV, don't know. It's Carpet Still of Brute, as... I believe. Oh, of course yeah. it is. Yes. Do you know what? I didn't even make that silly. Mm-hmm. Um, as December falls, Arsenal Alexandria, the Blackout Brutus Crawlers, Demob Happy, Elvana, Empire State Bastard, Epica Fixation, Guar Hot Milk, Ingested, Nova Twins, Pup, Pupil Slicer, Red Hook, Smash the Pieces, Stand Atlantic, Tapper Houston, Undeath, The Warning, Witch Fever. Again, if architects are subbing, bring me. That's cool. That's a good time. Yeah. That's cool. Um, would I like to see Pendulum again? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They've lost their MC. I saw them last year at Reading. They've lost their MC. Not as good. Carpenter Brute. Yeah. Are legitimately one of the fucking most fun live bands I've ever seen. Oh, and that yeah. last album was brilliant. Oh, so that is one of the things where I was like, I want to see that. I'd like to see that. Um, Empire State Bastard are really good. I saw them at the Underworld. It was really good. Uh, but, you know, again, we don't really have much material uh, or anything to go by. And no. it's just like a kind of a cool, like, oh, look, this is the thing. I've never seen Pup or Pupil Slicer. And I very much like both of those bands, particularly having heard the new Pupil Slicer album, which, uh, as we probably will discuss at one point, is excellent. And I quite like Tapai Houston as well. Wouldn't mind seeing them. Not excited about seeing them. But again, You'd watch them, you know, yeah. it's, a, it's a lot of bands. I mean, Alvana. Asking yeah. Alexandria, like Guar, even Guar, you know, like Guar, you go like, oh, cool, yeah, Guar, but you know, again, I've seen it a whole fucking bunch of times. I just, I, it, mm. it's not enough to make me go, oh, great. Do you know what I mean? And that again is because I've seen a lot of these bands a lot. But actually, on that day, I haven't even seen a lot of these bands a lot. I just don't care about most of them. Yeah, that, uh, fair enough. I mean, yeah, there there is stuff on there I'd be I'd be keen to go and see, but yeah, again, the excitement factor is is not really there. With the exception of Bring Me, I mean, I'd be interested, again, interested rather than excited to see how Architects will get on in what I presume will be the kind of um, sub headline slot. I would think that would be where they'll be, because 
I'm thinking of Evanescence and Within Temptation because they were due to. It Talk, went, they did. They toured together. Yeah. I was, yeah. I couldn't remember if it had happened or not yet. But yeah, they've done that tour together. Maybe that'll be the second stage headline. They'll kind of have their own co-header over there, and then Architects into Bring Me. See how Architects get on. It'll be their first time there since 2013, when I think they were like the second band on the main stage or something. So they've come quite a way. Mm, so yeah, and obviously yeah, ten changed, years. changed their style quite radically as well um, since then. Um, yeah, uh, I mean, Evanescence are got to be bigger than they definitely are but i i would think it seems too obvious that architects should lead into bring me whereas i think yeah kind of within temptation back to architects to evanescence to bring me i mean are you really gonna have architects that low down at this point i don't know i mean not low down but you know third from top it seems it seems lower than they ought to be at this point but anyway um yeah i mean yeah. Uh, looking at it the only bands that you haven't mentioned who i would go and see uh would be brutus um, but is download going to kind of respond well to them? I don't know. I would hope it would because I think Brutus are really good and they are really, really good live. But yeah, there's not loads half, there. Half three on the fourth stage. On the fourth in stage, of, absolutely. Yeah. You know. Me and my friend Neil. 200 people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so that's the Friday. Saturday, Metallica again. Yeah. Um, but you know... You're, like you're, you're right. Two sets of Metallica. I think you want to see Metallica as many times as possible. No overlap just, as well. The songs they're doing, it does look like a fucking good time. It does. Yeah. Disturbed, Placebo, Alexa on Fire, Simple Plan, Clutch, Code in Cambria, Ice Nine Kills, Anti Saint, Bambi Thug, Beauty School Dropout, Black Gold, Bob Villain, Carcass, Casey, Death of Anna, Enola Gay, Fever Three Three, Greg Pichato, Kid Bookie, Kid Capici, Lake Malice, Monuments, Motionless in White, Municipal Waste, Nothing Nowhere, Polaris Rituals, Spirit Adrift, Static Dress, Straight from the Path, Three Days Grace. Now, to me, having spoken about the other two days, I think this is probably the day that's got the most stuff that I would like to see. And a few bits that I would be... I, I, I'm kind of hesitant to use the word excited about, mm. but certainly interested in. Always like to see Placebo. Not mm -hmm. sure when they last or if they've ever done download before. So I think, you know, I would like to think they might be second stage headliners, Placebo. Maybe, maybe. Which I, which I think would be great. Or maybe Alexis on Fire would be and Placebo would be just kind of third from top. But either way, would be interested to see Placebo. I think obviously Placebo are great. Mm -hmm. Um Always like to see Clutch. I haven't seen Clutch yeah. for a little while and they're brilliant. Ditto Co in Cambria, mm -hmm. uh, whose last album was fucking excellent and as well. And they were so good on that tour for it as well. They're on a real good run of form at the moment. Yeah. I would... Be, I've never seen Bob Villain, so I'd like oh, to see not. that. Okay. Yeah, Bob no. Villain, very very uh, intense performers, I would say. Be interested to see where mm. they would go. They might be one who get that kind of... That creeper stroke marmoset slot, you know, the kind of like young up-and-coming rock band who are sort of early in the afternoon but on the main stage getting a kind of shot at it. I think that could go down quite well. We'll see. I think Bob Villain and Kid Capici and Kid Bookie have got third stage written all over it. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, they're probably not going to get a slot that they should, but it would be cool. I think Bob Villain could hold their own on doing a kind of an early main stage show or slot yeah. even. I mean, I think Kid Bookie and Kid Capici are two that I would be really interested in seeing as well. Mm. Greg Pichato. I'd be obviously interested to see Greg do that stuff. See, I, um, I would actually be excited to see that. I think that is yeah. the set of the festival where I'm like, I fuck it, I really want to see Greg doing his solo stuff. And much like the others, I haven't seen Carcass for ages, although I think that, I think they're playing in London the week before Download, so I'm, I could, the weekend of Download Placebo are playing. Mm. 
and the week before Carcass are playing. So I could just go and see Placebo and Carcass and a lot of the stuff that I would like to see that would tick a couple of those boxes. Mm. Uh, the rest of the stuff, I mean, there's some stuff on here, weirdly that, you know, like a simple plan of dire ice nine kills are dire disturbed um, are obviously dog shit disturbed yeah. are fucking dreadful um most just in white are terrible mm. uh, you know uh, there are a few in there i don't really awful. know yeah i mean uh, yeah death of vanna are crap aren't they as well like, yeah they're one of the uh headliners that i didn't watch at 2003s funnily enough um <laughs> actually uh, yeah. if we talk about other bands who you know i think would be a good time again not necessarily an exciting proposition but straight from the path you know you know you get a good the time path, yeah. throwing your fists to them that'd be good because that last album was mm. really really good so yeah it was it was good yeah. yeah um so that's not a terrible day that's probably my favorite day of the three that we've spoken about so far. And then we get to the day which we'd been a bit like, huh, because it's Slipknot. And that feels like maybe the less, the least interesting of the the, the, the three headliners over the four days. But Slipknot, Parkway Drive, Ghost. Oh, I mean, you wouldn't say no to that, would you? That's a fucking, fucking good run. If that is the run in order. Start. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would imagine. I would imagine Ghost would be above Parkway. I would. Ghost going to be headlining the second stage, shortly. Ooh, mm, probably. Maybe, well, Parkway headlined the second stage last time they were there. Yeah, now do Parkway sub Slipknot or do Ghost... I mean, I actually think Ghost subbing Slipknot is just so obvious. Mm. It makes more like, sense It has to, to be that. It does. But then when I look at the others, I go, well, Disturbed are going to be subbing Metallica. Architects are going to be subbing Brig Me. Yeah. And Autobridge are going to be subbing Metallica. So it looks like ghost headline second stage i think that's a bit of a missed opportunity mm. if that is the case personally because i think them subbing slipknot would just put them in front of the most amount of people uh, and that's and, and show that they are ready to be i was like, gonna say that it's their audition for 2024 or 2025 doing it for themselves isn't it sure yeah definitely um how high up a bad religion deservedly on, high up i mean look <laughs> I fucking love Bad Religion. Like, Bad Religion are a legendary band. I've got nothing but fucking respect for Bad Religion. But the last time I saw Bad Religion at Download, they were on the third stage. Mm-hmm. They were on about five o'clock, five, six o'clock in the afternoon. And they played to a, I'm going to generously call it a tent that was two thirds full. Right? That is on quite the third generous. Because that's the very generous. That's the only time I've ever seen them. They were great, but yeah, it was not a full tent by any means. <clears throat> uh, now, I know they're stepping into the slot. Uh, just vacated by the distillers mm. and i know people are going to be livid that again the fucking distillers <laughs> haven't played download um but I, uh, yeah you know like that that's it. if they are second or third stage if they're third stage headliners or, or subbing second stage i think that's uh, a bit of a that's a pretty high thing for them mm. to reach but like do love bad religion no shade on them at all but to see seeing them in the place where Alexis on fire and within temptation and hellstorm who are basically all arena bands mm. are i think it's weird um i prevail are awful electric yep. cool boy i mean i don't know Pathetic. what the fuck people are going on yeah. about like weird i'm not really listening to them but uh i'm not going to um behemoth and hate breed yeah, yeah. sure you Fine. know cool. classic like you know download big tick wins in it mm. amity affliction hateful bands avatar terrible awful, beauty yeah. school don't know they are blind channel bloody woods actually quite like bloody wood they're quite a fun little new metal sort of indian new metal thing yeah they're, they're so fine yeah um clear patrick don't know what that is crash face don't know what that is love dinosaur pile up be interested to see that 
Graphic Nature, Green Lung, Hawks, The Who, Jasmine Beam, Joey Valance, and Bray. Now, that is one of the ones where I was like, oh, cool. That's cool. I mean, no one's going to watch them or know who they are, I <laughs> no. would imagine, but that is cool. Lorna Shaw feels like quite a good thing for Lorna Shaw to be on that. Mm-hmm. Um, that lineup, the Mephs, and that is Mod Sun, Palais Royale, one of the worst bands off. I have ever seen. Palais Royale, probably the worst yeah. professional set I've ever watched. So, uh, don't go and watch them if you're a download. Stinking, set it off, Sim, Soen, and then at the bottom, it's quite cool because yeah. you've got Soul Glow, Taylor Acorn, then that is Terror. I mean, your favorite, I Terror. <laughs> my favorite, I watch them every time they ever play, yeah. and Touche and More, who are brilliant. I mean, Soul, so for me, like you know, Soul Glow. Um, much like Greg Pachato stand out like a fucking mm. like genuinely exciting but again it's going to be the fourth stage yep. no one's going to know who they are mm-hmm. everyone's going to be like what's this yeah um, so that's a shame and Touche will probably be stuck in the middle of the afternoon on the third stage uh, which yeah not many people will watch they'll probably have a, uh, a, a less than two thirds full tent I would imagine Mm. yeah it's a shame it feels like uh it's weird isn't it in a world where i mean this is a sort of broader point but in a world where the streaming culture has meant that we don't have to be so regimented and so tribal um download feels like the one of the last remaining places where that tribalism is very very strong and i mean that i mean that with with all the all the respect uh, in the world but you know it's (laughs) yeah a thing it is a thing uh if we're looking at other bands on there that i think would be uh kind of cool to see i would be interested to see the who because i was shocked that that last album you know was actually kind of enjoyable if not massively Mm. overly long i think they'll do really well i think they will go down a storm with the download crowd i'm guessing they'd probably be like mid to late afternoon second stage or something like that and i i wish them all the best yeah i think they'd be a really interesting band to see live and i think yeah like you say like they're they're perfect download fair and uh i think they'll they'll do really well yeah um dinosaur pile up i really like i'm not sure how many people care about again joe vance and bray i think be really good but who is going to be that bothered by them not really sure that many people are uh so overall download um the 20th anniversary it's hard for me to be like I mean, a lot of people said, oh, this is the best download lineup and how can you criticise it and stuff? And it's like, yeah, I mean, I don't really know what they could have done differently. Mm. I'm just, I've just sort of seen all of it. I've seen all of it so many times. Yeah. And and I know the things that I haven't seen that I'm sort of slightly excited about are, like, good, good for them for booking it. But that whole, if you book them, they will come. You should say for download, if you book them, they will be ignored by people in... <laughs> Alestorm t-shirts yeah absolutely yeah i tell you what um just as an aside on the download website they do actually have the stage splits announced uh so yeah you're right bob villain are going to be third stage coheed and cambria a third stage as well presumably headlining um ah i didn't know that interesting uh puss for 100 reasons both on the second uh to be honest i'm just looking for where greg's going to end up got to be the third stage isn't it surely he's, he's not on the, third, on the third no Ooh, uh, don't put him on the four, fourth fourth stage he's, he's on the fourth, on the fourth stage. stage yeah he is he's on the fourth yes he is so mm. that uh saturday fourth stage is anti-saint bambi thug beauty school dropout enola gay come back on yellow and carry on playing uh greg pucciato uh they don't even have a picture of him they've just got a generic stock photo uh kid bookie lake malice monuments and spirit adrift so i would say he sticks out like something of a sore thumb there 
Yeah, what a shame. That's a real shame. Okay. Oh, well. Mm. Oh, well. Oh, well. Anyway, let's move on to something else yeah. uh, instead then, shall we? Let's talk about something that is happening basically at the same time as Download, pretty much. The Isle of Wight Festival. Now, Ooh. this gives me an alternative, if I don't go to Download, to go, cool, can I nip down the road, take a little ferry across the mersey it's not the mersey no. and go to sea close park in newport on the isle of wight between the 15th and the 18th of june and see something really quite different yeah um uh, which i'm sort of tempted to do to be honest because this is uh a, a very it's quite an unusual lineup mm. but friday you got pulp lovely that's enough yeah that's that a, is that's enough a weekend ticket straight up <laughs> that's enough for me pulp um, and then it goes rapidly downhill for a bit. Yes. Cortina's One Republic. And then it goes right back up again. Sugar Babes, who surely should be at least above One Republic. Yeah. What a thought. Let alone a fucking Cortina's. <laughs> um, so Sophie Ellis-Bexter. I actually quite rate Sophie Ellis-Bexter. Uh, on the second stage, the Human League, Sabrina Lovely. Carpenter, Peter Hook and the Light, oh. Jamie Webster, Plastic Mermaids, Apollo Junction. A few of them there that I don't know, but Peter Hook and the Light, Human League. Uh, would be enough to sell me a ticket. So you're looking there on a Friday. For me, you've got an essential pulp headlining performance. Amazing. And them coming back. They're doing quite a lot of festivals. We've mentioned pulp quite a lot, so I won't go into them too much now. Sugar Babes, Sophia Spexter, Kraken. And if you can watch the Human Leagues while the fucking, hopefully when the Cortinas are on, <laughs> and Peter Hook and the Light, hopefully when one, one Republic are on, I think that's a fucking strong day, that. No, it's a solid day, yeah. I, You know what? I'd not seen any of this lineup until about, well, until you started talking it through while I was pulling it up, actually. Yeah, that's that's all right. I think that the greatness of the great bands there outweighs the shitness of the shit ones. Mm. Uh, I was sure on a Thursday. You've got a Groove Armada DJ set, LF System, Oh My God, It's the Church, don't know that is, and the Lottery Winners, who are currently, as we record, I know this is going out a few weeks later, but Lottery Winners are number one in the UK album charts at the moment. Nice. And I haven't actually listened to that album yet, so I should do that. Um, so, but anyway, uh, main stage on a Saturday, dual headliners. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, George Ezra and the Chemical Brothers. Now, the Chemical Brothers, lovely stuff. Yeah. Um, let them close they're the only band on this main stage that I think is worth seeing it does it is a bit of a shit show after that isn't it because you've got <laughs> N-dubs oh, to be fair I don't know Anne-Marie she might be wonderful I've heard uh, a couple of Anne-Marie songs I can't really remember what though Sam Ryder now I would watch Sam Ryder if I was there yeah, but if we're going by download standards, would you be excited to see him or would you just be interested? Absolutely not. He would fit into the... I mean, he wouldn't even fit into the... I was going to say, like, the clutch. Jeez, I'm not comparing him to clutch. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> how dare out. you? How the dare you? The nicest thing anyone's ever said about Sam Ryder. Sam Ryder uh, could not write Psychic Warfare. I'm sorry. He couldn't. No. 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 Um, sorry to all the could... Sam Ryder fans out there. Could Neil Fallon grin on a Vodafone advert? Yeah, he definitely oh, he could. Actually, yeah, couldn't yeah. He? yeah, you're quite right. He could. Um, so yeah, I, I would be interested to see what he's like. Yeah, I mean, he's probably livid that he's not a download, but yes, know, he will be. Definitely. You're not. You're not one of us, mate. You don't belong <laughs> here. Uh, Gabrielle. No. 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 And then wanna... one of the most hateful bands. Oh, Sorry, go on. I mean, go, you can talk nice about Gabrielle for a bit, but one no, of the most I don't have anything bands. particularly nice. I would want you know. Dreams, I'd, I'd watch. I'd watch her play Dreams. Okay, okay, fine. 
that is about it really i, I would watch her play dreams uh and then on the and then scouting for girls who are like you say just appalling yeah, what are they yeah, even yeah. doing anywhere i can't believe they still exist i mean the I fact i can't believe you've done i this. can't believe you've done this isle of white first of all oh jeez oh she's so lovely i mean that is that's one of the worst songs that has ever been written by a human being stinking pathetic this is a stinking i'm gonna say it actually this is a stinking day because yeah. then on the over on the big top you've got example flow not really familiar with flow mm. the ratings oh yeah no. they no no not a fan and then some stuff i don't know uh joseph Seema, and brooke comb but example and the ratings no don't need that no. no no don't need that that is a bad day when gabrielle is the second best person <laughs> on your day that is a bad day that is bad yeah um and then sunday robbie williams headlining Ooh. now robbie williams feels like they he couldn't should get, be... take that well maybe yeah um but robbie williams when i think when i see robbie williams name at the top of this festival lineup i'm like oh fuck yeah because there was a period where robbie williams would be literally the biggest live draw in britain and that Mm. period was about a decade long and the fact that he's just kind of like shunted onto the sunday albeit as a headliner Mm -hmm. at the isle of Wight, and obviously not even considered for glastonbury Mm. can you imagine if glastonbury like lizzo's pulled out I mean, actually, people would love it. But I think people would love it. And I, I think, like, weirdly, um, I mean, Robbie Williams is a, is a, is a really good booking for the Isle of Wight Festival. Yeah. It's a really good booking because I think people will lose their fucking shit if he turns up and plays the hits. I don't really like Robbie Williams. I actually like him a bit more now than I used to. But I don't really, I, I don't need to see Robbie Williams at all. No, I mean, if I were there, yeah, I'm going to go and I'm going to sing along to most of the material that I know from Millennium. But like, yeah, it's not <laughs> not the most exciting uh, festival headliner. I mean, I think I would probably, if, well, I was going to say, if all four headliners were on at once on four separate stages, I mean, let's take Pulp out of the equation, obviously, because they're clearly the one you'd go and see. Chemical Brothers mm-hmm. are far too good to really have a conversation. I mean, Robbie Williams or George Ezra. I don't know which one I'm... <sighs> Robbie Williams over George... Look, I, I don't I'm even just, like I'm Robbie so Williams. ambivalent towards both of them. Like, I don't really have strong feelings on either of them. They're both just quite dull, I think. But Robbie Williams at, at is probably you, better, yeah. At least you'd know every song Robbie Williams is playing. That George is Ezra, I only know... I don't know any of his other songs. Is that even him? That is him, isn't it? I don't know, maybe. <laughs> yeah, well, I think it is. But anyway, below Robbie Williams, I mean, again, a mixed bag, I would say. Mm. Blondie, Fuck great. Yes, That's yeah, great. Yeah. Robbie, Blondie into Robbie Williams is actually like a pretty good, if you're, you know, someone's Of an aunt, age. Yeah. Yeah, then, <laughs> then you're having a lovely time. Niall Horan off of One Direction. I don't need to see that. James Bay, I definitely don't need to see that. Mika, again, a bit like Scouting for Girls. Where have you come from? Just kind of pop back up onto the main stage at a festival, Bill. Hello, it's me, Mika. Remember me? <laughs> Remember sort of 2006? Do? Sort do. of. I remember you sort of... Oh, you did that so you kind of ripped off the Scissor Sisters for about 10 minutes and then you <laughs> vanished again, didn't you? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm still around. Um, So Mika and Ella Henderson. I don't know much about Ella Henderson. I know who she is and stuff, but I can't really tell you any of her songs. Mm. Um, nah, kind of be... Oh, God. Kind of interested to see Mika before as a go, but... Yeah, no, whatever. Maybe. I was just going to say, mate, there's three 
acts on this second stage that are a bit of you, mate. I mean, this might be the kind of, ooh, I mean, tied with kind of Peter Hook, the human league, the pulp levels of you would be really, really, really excited to be there. This second stage is fucking amazing. And it's I'm calling got, it now. It has got one band on it who are awful, but yes. Okay. Uh, Manic Street Preachers. Ooh. Yes. Yes. Echo and the fucking bunny men. Fuck yes. Yes. The enemy. Ooh. Do you know what? I'm going to say this right now. I put that first Enemy album on a few weeks ago. It's all right. It's pretty good. It's got some good songs oh. in it. So I would go and watch The Enemy okay. just for aggro and We Live in Dine. We Live in Dine These Towns is a is a brilliant song. And I know it's just like absolute Paul Weller fucking ripoff, but it is great. It is. Gang of Youths. Oh, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who yeah, I yeah. obviously fucking love and I know you do as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lovejoy. I hope that's not Tim Lovejoy. <laughs> I was thinking <laughs> Reverend Lovejoy from The Simpsons. Or um, Ian McShane, Lovejoy. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, God. Yeah. I think I'd rather have Tim Lovejoy. I don't know Lovejoy. And then um, Toya and Robert, which I would Brilliant. imagine is Robert Fripp and Toya Wilcox. It must be. Their weird yeah. shit. Brilliant. It must be. Which is, yeah, which is great. I mean, look, I don't know Lovejoy. Everything else on that, I mean, you'd watch Toya and Robert out of just morbid curiosity yeah, yeah. i think that's really good i think that's really really strong that second stage it's actually one of the I, i'm gonna say it like i mean i'm definitely showing my age here and, and this is like biased for the sort of thing like for me that is one of the most like oh i'd love to see one of the most enjoyable stages that we're going to be talking about of a, in one day i mean to be fair gang of youths echo in the bunny man manic street preachers that is yeah a sight to behold yeah, dead strong. I mean, look, you know, who knows what will go on. I probably won't go to this. No. Um, but, you know, if you're around and you're not going to download and you're thinking, oh, I just feel like something, I just feel like nipping over to the Isle of Wight, you could you could do a lot worse. You, you could do a lot, do a lot worse. worse. Yeah. Do a lot worse. Um, speaking of doing a lot worse, oh, uh, let's now talk about Reading and Leeds. Oh, so, no. <laughs> um, August Bank Holiday weekend, 25th to the 27th of August. 2023 that's where we are now reading and leeds festival i'm just gonna call it reading from now on i hope you don't mind because that is the main one uh you leads you leads a lot of little slugs <laughs> just jumps on the no bandwagon. personality um i went to reading last year yeah i actually really enjoyed it mm-hmm. i kind of accepted it I, I i i found the level of acceptance where i was like okay that's what this is now and there was a bunch of stuff there that i probably would never have seen without going to reading and I just went with an open mind and tried to enjoy it. And it it was it was a much more vibrant, youthful, exciting, excitable festival than any festival that I've been to for a while. Mm-hmm. I saw Denzel Curry. He was fucking incredible. I saw Dave. He was great. I saw a bit of the 1975. They were brilliant. Bring Me were brilliant. Um, Halsey. Halsey was absolutely brilliant. Mm-hmm. There was loads of stuff there that was really, really good. Yeah really good uh there was a lot of stuff that i didn't know anything about or care anything about but ultimately i was like you know what weirdly i think i said it before just one or two things that i wouldn't usually see that are kind of exciting for me peppered across the reading lineup is probably more exciting than a whole day of stuff that i've seen before at download that i actually like mm-hmm. so for me you've got the main stage on the first day sam fender and loyal Karner. That alone, that Friday, and Foles headline in the second stage yeah. with Bicep subbing them, that to me is those four artists alone 
and more exciting than the entirety of the download lineup. Big words, but uh, I mean, I can't really speak to Sam Fender. I mean, Loyal Carner, Foles, Bicep. Yeah, that's incredible. To be fair as well, opening the main stage west, Frank Turner and the Sleeping Souls. I know he's not the most exciting artist, but fuck me, he can put on a live show. You would have a really, really mm-hmm. good time watching that. Um, looking down the other stages, I mean, I, I don't really know loads of what else is there, but seeing stuff like Knocked Loose getting in there on the Festival of Public Stage, that would be really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, to be honest, there aren't many of the names that I recognise, but I yeah, I, that in itself kind of exciting, you know. Just kind of well, turn up thing and with... see what's there, really. This is the thing about Ready Now Fine. So you've got Sam Fender, who I've seen some live clips of Sam Fender recently because I was like, um, get so Gaz, who was on the Gaz Jones, who was on the show the other week, um, was like, Sam Fender's incredible, mate. He's like, oh, okay. I reckon you would really, really like him. He's brilliant live, and the album's fucking amazing. That is the one. And so I went and watched a bit, and I was like, God, this guy's really good. Mm. Like, I still haven't really properly sort of got in on the album that last album that came out that people love but I think Sam Fender would be well would be the sort of thing that you would watch and you go oh fuck me this guy's really good so on that first day main stage Issa main stage Sam Fender Lord Carner Wet Leg Wet Leg were very disappointing when I saw them at the Royal Albert Hall yeah. I can't imagine they're going to translate very well I think like that's about to disappear mm. Mimi Webb uh, I don't know much about Tion Wayne I don't know much about and Yard Act would watch Yard Act for that song I um, would run a mile away from Yard Act playing as we have established come back go, oh bloody hell I've got to go and write me post punk <laughs> uh, on the main stage West Foles who were fucking great when I saw them um at uh when did i see them i saw them on it was last uh about a year year ago ago. yeah i think it was like yeah it was not long before tool so it probably would have been about a year ago as we speak now yeah i've actually uh, i was on was i was on and i i am as we speak i am on (laughs) but when you hear this i was on the guest is to see them at prism in kingston um but i can't get down there on the day so I'm really annoyed. Yeah, so I'm not going to see them there. I can believe you are. That is very annoying. pretty annoyed like that, actually. <laughs> and then um, Foles Bicep Live, mm. which is exciting. Um, uh, trippy Red, uh, using trippy the de- Red, Trippy Red, I think it is, but using the Def Leppard font. Lovely. Yeah, you meet six. Dreadful, Ooh. obviously. They're the uh, other of- other headliner I avoided at 2000 Trees 2019. Them and Def Leppard. Good for you. Yeah. Uh, Frank Turner, Sleeping Souls, yeah, not bad. And then going down the rest of it, I mean, like you say, you've got bloody Palais Royale on the Festival Republic oh, thing. Then uh, oh there's my. not really anything that I am even vaguely kind of. I mean, sub focused. I mentioned, yeah, I know what that is. Mm. I know what um, Yonaka is. I think. Uh, is oh, Yonaka, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're yeah. kind of quite you know, wet kind of alt rock band. Meet me at the altar. I've seen them a getting a bit of hype in Kerrang. I don't really know them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like I don't really know much about that. But nah. then we go on to Saturday. Mm. Is there anyone else you want to pick from that? But again, like it's a cho- it's a chance to go and be like, oh, I'll go and watch some stuff that I would probably never see. Yeah, I, I, Usually. it's not like me to turn up to a radio on dance stage. So why not go and do it if I were there? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, oh, I've come here to see Foles and Loyal Carner, but I'm here, so I might as well go and watch whoever's you on know, at whatever time. Mother, 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 or. Uh, or Double D or DJ Target. Like I don't know who they are, mm. but fine. Um, and this whole thing, oh, that's rubbish. That lineup, that thing you get from people, that that what a rubbish lineup. It's like well, you don't know who these people are, yeah, do you? Yeah. You don't. You're just saying that they're rubbish because you don't know who they are. Uh, that annoys me. Yes. Um, <laughs> on a Saturday, 
that main stage east killers central sea nothing but thieves inhaler holly humberstone baby queen now i don't think that is a very good day i'm gonna say i don't like nothing but, nothing but thieves i don't know anything about inhaler or baby queen i don't think much of holly humberstone uh, i don't think much of central sea i thought he was very very lucky to win um that brit award mm. and the killers Ooh. we talked about it it depends on the set list they bring with them because I think they have got a new album kind of uh, either recently come out or on the way. So if they're not pulling predominantly from Hot Fuss and Samstown, that is going to be a bad couple of hours. Yeah, uh, it's not great that day. I don't no. think. I mean, just sort of like you know contradicted what I've just said. I mean, because Inhaler and Baby Queen might be absolutely amazing, but they I think be. the other stuff on there. Yeah, if you turn up and play Hot Fuss and like when we were young i'll allow it the killers but anything else i'm not really having it and then over on the main stage west lewis capaldi i think is a really weird booking for reading mm. as a headliner really weird but he's really big he's really popular so he's really popular but not really that whole thing of oh it's for young people and did like a young people listen to lewis there's some people go to reading who want to watch like Billie Eilish and I mean I suppose on that day you've got the Killers mm. so maybe like Killers fans might go oh yeah Lewis Capaldi I just don't see it with Slow Tie subbing him I mean like, that's weird yeah Slow Tie going into Lewis Capaldi to be fair Slow Tie after Ugly coming out a couple of months ago I'd be very very up for seeing him live very very up yeah, for that yeah me too I mean supporting Blur at Wembley Stadium on the day I'm going oh, and fucking I'm fucking hell, delighted about that because yeah. the, the other day's Paul Weller who I don't oh, mind, but you, I've seen Paul Weller. Well I want slow tie. Yeah, I have. <laughs> uh, Chase Atlantic, Easy Life, Arlo Parks, Jamie Webster. Um, Arlo Parks is really good. The rest, I couldn't say much about. And looking down the rest of the bill, again, I just don't really know that much about. I mean, Joe Vance and Bray are in there again, which is cool. To be fair, you've got uh, Scowl, High Viz, and Graphic Nature as well. They would all be all right. I mean, High Viz, I'd be yep. really, really high keen viz. to see. Although I'm seeing them at another festival that I'm sure will be coming to, which I think they'll be they'll mm. get on better at. Um, I don't know anything about that Radio One Extra stage. I'm afraid. I would say actually on the main stage, uh, West Easy Life. Uh, I don't know if you've listened to them particularly, Easy Life, Steve. No, I don't. I haven't. I think you might quite like them. They're uh, a fairly kind of, well, they're a band from Leicester who have actually done well for themselves. Kind of quite sort of easy kind of dream pop kind of thing. They're pretty good. Worth listening to. Okay. Just released their debut album last year, I think, maybe the year before. But yeah, they're all right. Mm. So, All right, sweet. Okay, well, I might check that out. Mm. Uh, and then on the final day on the Sunday, uh, you've got Billie Eilish, Steve Lacey, Declan McKenna, Rina Sawayama, yeah. Bakar, Muna, The Amazons. For me, obviously, Rena, I've spoken mm. about loads. I would like to see Billie Eilish. I would be interested to see Billie Eilish live. Yeah, interested rather than excited. I, I watched her Glastonbury set on the telly and I did think, yeah, interesting. I wouldn't go out mm. of my way to see her, but if I was at, um, if I was at Reading, yeah, I would, I would definitely go to see her. Certainly go and see Billie Eilish over the main stage West headliner. <sighs> Deary me. Yeah, Imagine Dragons is a really, again, a very, very Because... Un- Imagine Dragons. I mean, I was going to say they're much bigger in America. I mean, they are much bigger in America, mm. but they're still big enough over here, I'm sure. But again, you know, imagine Dragons for something that's like, oh, we book the, you know, the for the kids and all this sort of thing. I think the killers are that big that they're just that big. Mm. They're, like, they're like Muse or something, you know, where you just go, okay, well, or, 
they kind of, tr- sort of transcend that a little bit like yeah, Arctic Monkeys yeah. last year they sort of transcend that Liz Capaldi I think it's not booking I think Imagine Dragons is such a weird booking for Reading yeah if you are looking for the kind of uh, appealing to the youth audience I mean when were Imagine Dragons last really popular amongst the youth market I mean when Radioactive yeah when yeah, Radioactive yeah, is decade, on one yeah. of the Hunger Games films like mm. Mm. Yeah, Becky Hill. I think Becky Hill's all right, actually. I think Becky Hill's actually all right. Oh, okay. Um, uh, I'm not familiar with her work. Little TJ, don't know anything about that, them. Probably that, innit? Don Broco, The Snuts and Hot Milk. There's a little bit of guitar music back to back there. I'd like to see Broco. Of course he was. Um, I think that would be cool. Looking down the other uh, the other stages. There's Lovejoy I mean, again. Got Tim Lovejoy. Lovejoy. Yeah, there is Tim Lovejoy. Charlie T and Andy C., I think would be interesting. I think they're, you know, fine. Um, mm-hmm. but apart from that, again, you know, this is very much a let's look into it rather than a let's go. Yeah. I mean, let's go and let's discover some stuff. Uh, obviously, you know, we don't really exist solely, mainly in that sort of area. Yeah. Um, I would say one that is jumping out at me in terms of an artist that I know I've been told to listen to before ethel kane i think uh has a fair bit of buzz around them that would mm. be one i would go and investigate purely because i have been i have heard good things about them as an artist so but yeah not loads that i'm yeah intimately familiar with that's quite an exciting proposition in and of itself in some senses though yeah i think so yeah. i think you go along and just see isn't it? i mean is it going to sell people tickets i don't know if like it would be enough to sell me a three-day ticket no, on, no. you know basically Lord Kana, Rina Sawayama, Foles Bicep, mm. uh, Don Broco. Yeah. Um, but, you know, if I get a... This is the thing. I'm thinking, oh, if I can get a press coverage ticket, I'll go. Whereas I know you listening, you'd have to pay for that. And I suppose if I was in your situation, do I want to pay for a whole weekend and just watch like one day just being like, oh, I'll watch Slow Tie and that mm. sort of... And then just wander around and I might not find anything I like. Tough one. Anyway, Reading and Leeds continues to confuse 43-year-old men. Who, <laughs> who would have seen it coming, <laughs> eh? Yeah. yeah, who would have thought? But, you know, I think it still looks fine. Um, okay, uh, let us talk now about something which is much more uh, a bit of me, I think. All Points East, um, which is happening across, well, quite a long time, in August. So you've got uh, a bunch of people doing stuff in Victoria Park in London, um, between the 19th of August and the 28th of August. Mm. So, the first one, Saturday 19th of August, field day, Aphex Twin and Bonobo. Oh, man, that looks good. I mean, that I, alone, I mean, Aphex Twin alone is enough reason to go to that, I would say. Yeah, there's plenty here, I think, for people who like uh, their electronic music. Fever Ray. Yes. John yes. Hopkins. Um... Uh, there's a play, there's some other stuff down there. Hagop, uh, Hagop Tukperian, uh, I think that's how you say that. Uh, he used to be in Symposium, oh, and he's okay. now doing that. So there's obviously some stuff that I haven't heard of before, but um, Aphex Twin, Bonobo, Arca, Fever Ray, Jada G, John Hopkins, Kalila, Moderat, um, Scrivert, Sudan, Archives, and Shah as a kind of main stage. Pretty interesting. Pretty cool. Mm. Um, one, two, three, four, five. At least five things there that I would like to see. Yep. Uh, yeah, I would. I would say similar for me. Uh, yeah, five. I reckon. Uh, yeah. Don't really know much else below that, but again, just go and check it out, isn't it? I mean, Aphex Twin. 
is enough for me, man. Yeah. And then you've got the Strokes playing as well. Yeah. Headlining with the yeah, yeah, with the yeah, yeah, yeahs, uh, Girl in Red, Am on the Sniffers, Angel Olsen, Black Midi, Julie and Hot Wax have been announced for this thus far with more to come, I'm sure. Um, that, if you are into that sort of thing, mm. is pretty good. And I think having Black Midi particularly yeah. underneath the Strokes seems really, really fucking cool. Mm. I think that's a decent day. For, for if you like the Strokes, Strokes and yeah, yeah, yeahs will probably enough to make people go like, oh yeah, fucking great. Amulet Sniffers getting quite a lot of hype at the moment. Black Midi to me is a fucking absolute slam dunk of a booking because they're great. Yeah. Yeah, Black Midi. Good, good oh. bill. Yeah, I think it is a good bill. Um, I'm not mad keen on the Strokes and yeah, 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 it's kind of that brand of, you know, kind of more dreamy kind of alt garage rock and stuff like that. Uh, Amel and the Stiffers, I've listened to a little bit. I think they would be a band to see live rather than on record because I think it basically all comes down to Amy Taylor's quite uh, rambunctious personality. So that'd be cool. Yeah, Black Midi, definitely the band of the day there for me. Um, just do all of Hellfire, please. I'll be fine with that. <laughs> Yeah, um, quite an interesting one. The next day, you got Jungle mm. headlining. Now, Jungle are um, not really an artist that I've listened to that much. I know they, but I know uh, they did something or have or are sort of associated with Fred again, who is I've only really just been sort of getting mm. into. But you know, there's that. But Erica Badu, bit of um, you, I would like to see. Yeah, yeah. I mean. Uh, bad bad not good there as well um i've got to be honest there's stuff here that i'm not that familiar with follow more bad bad not good oh seven oh shake charlotte day wilson little silver rags original pretty girl that as a day i don't really think i know that much about it to be perfectly honest i couldn't tell you anything about any of the artists there i think erica badu is the one i know the most and that's just because i know that you quite like them yeah that's about it um yeah. Then you've got a Dermot Kennedy day. I might just skip over that because not only do I not know any of these people, I think Dermot Kennedy is wank, unless you've got anything you'd like to say about that. Uh, I thought Dermot Kennedy stepped into Anton Deck's role on uh, Britain's Got Talent. <laughs> I, uh, I thought he was related to Dr. Carl Kennedy from Mavis. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so and work. then the last day, you've got Haim. Now, that would mm. be pretty decent. I reckon I'd like to go to this. Confidence Man playing with Haim mm. Tove Lowe who works on the last Duran Duran album Snail Mel uh, also playing with with them as well um, to give you the whole lineup, it's Girl in Red Confidence Man Lizzie McAlpine Tove Lowe Yosef Snail Mel Tamino Romy Avalon Emerson and the Charm Mae Stevens M Nell Mescal, Gigi and Neve Ella so again don't know much about all of those people but I would say you know, confidence man. I'd love to see Tovlo just because he was on a Duran Duran album. Mm. Uh, well, I mean, that's enough for you, definitely. Uh, it definitely yeah. is. I mean, Haim, I think would be really, really cool to see live. I really can't speak to excitement about the other artists because I'm not really familiar with many of them. But yeah, that, I'm sure that's a pretty good day if you're into that sort of thing. Haim would definitely be great. Mm. And those kind of one day London festival things are usually i mean they're kind of festivals for people who don't really want to go to festivals do you hear that it's actually thundering like bloody Is anyone's business oh i thought there was someone like hammering at your door no, it's thunder, mm, mate. Blimey. In fucking May. Ooh, wow, See, this wow, is why. Wow, don't go wow. to any <laughs> don't go to any festivals. It's gonna be horrible and rainy. Yeah. Um 
so yeah, British Summertime and um, British Summertime is the next one we're going to talk about, which is very similar yeah. to that kind of day out in London. You know, not really a proper festival, really, but quite a nice day out. Yes, I think. Yeah, I would say. Um, so you go to Hyde Park. It's always it's quite quiet, quite expensive as well. Um, <laughs> you know, th- this is the most corporate one, the BST at Hyde Park. Yeah, I think definitely. it's the most corporate thing you can go to. Pink is doing Summer Carnival 2023. Mm. Having listened to that last Pink album. Well, can't say I'd be that fussed about going to this, but Gwen Stefani, special oh, guest. Yeah, boy. That is a bit of me, an absolute bit of me. Yeah. I would be. That might be enough to get me there, you know? Well, Gwen on her own. Yeah, Gwen and. I'd see Pink yeah, like, afterwards, yeah, but I'd yeah. be like fucking bang up. But like, I went to see Green Day and Rancid supported them, and I was like, I'll see Green Day. But I'm fucking there for Rancid. Mind <laughs> you, they had they had the Hives and uh, Gogo Padello playing with them, whereas Pink has Sam, Sam Ryder, Ryder. <laughs> yeah. which is, yeah, no, yeah. not as good. Um, that doesn't do loads for me. I mean, yeah, Pink would be a good time when she does, you know, Rockstar and stuff like that, all the classics, you know. I'm coming up, so yeah. you better get this party started. Shaman, that'd be fine. Gwen Stefani would be good. Yeah, um, ideally just stick into the debut. Um, beyond that, I mean, there is stuff on there that I am just not interested in. Sam Ryder and Sam yeah. Tompkins, nah. Yeah, it's a lot of stuff that we've already spoken about. Um, Lana Del Rey's headline here on the Sunday the 9th of June. No supports added for that thus far as we sit here and record. Mm. Saturday the 8th of July and Thursday the 6th of July, Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band mm. playing. Plenty more to be announced, but the Chicks are main support on both days. James Bay is supporting on the Saturday and Frank Turner Sleeping Souls are supporting on the Thursday. So I think on balance, I'd rather go to that one. Yeah, Thanks go to the Thursday, much. definitely. Um, but I know that you know Bruce Springsteen has done some classic concerts over the years mm. at High Park and this feels like of all the things, this feels like maybe to me, maybe like f- from British summertime, like the most exciting one, I would say. Uh, yeah. Me. Yeah. Um, I mean, Springsteen, obviously a legendary artist. I mean, I do wonder when it says plus many more to be announced, are they really going to announce that many more? Because he's going to play for at least three hours. I mean, you don't really need that many more people on the bill, do you? Yeah, but it starts at two and, you know, he can play be... for five hours then. I don't think he probably would want to do that. He would want to do it. um, And there's going to be like a couple of other stages. He can't play all the stages. There's going to be three stages, three or four stages. There'll be loads of other stuff going on. It's just not all been announced yet. Mm, Fine. He can't play all day long. He can't play all day long. He's he's in his 70s, Sam. (laughs) Go on, get up there. Go on, like pushing Norman Wisdom over. Go on, fall (laughs) over, you old cunt. Keep doing your thing. Anyway. Yeah. (laughs) That's That's what we think of you, Bruce. (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm really, again, it's so insanely fucking expensive, but I mm. would like to see, I would like to see Springsteen before he calls it quits. Um, they're playing Glastonbury. They're also playing Hyde Park as well, Guns N' Roses, with the Pretenders. Oh, oh. I think that's an odd... That's weird. I think it's an odd choice of main support for the Guns N' Roses. It's very odd. I mean... I would argue that the band underneath would make more sense as a main support. You'd think the darkness as a lead into Guns N' Roses is much more on the money, but I guess they're not as big. And Def Leppard were probably busy, so. Yeah, I mean, I think Def Leppard would probably... They would headline on their own, I would have thought. Yeah, they would have headline on their own, wouldn't they? Uh, Yeah, I I just... 
I don't know that people think of the Pretenders as like a sort of hard rock band in the same way as Guns N' Roses or The Darkness or like Larkin Poe. Don't know anything really about Larkin no. Poe, but like the, like you say, Guns N' Roses and The Darkness, and the Pretenders coming on in the middle, like fly in the ointment somewhat. Yeah, I've got no beef particularly with the Pretenders, but I don't actually. I just don't think. I think. It's, I mean, to be honest, I'm really not fussed about this day at all. I'm not really no. a Guns N' Roses fan, so sorry about that. No, having seen them at Download and having seen them where they were fucking brilliant at that, um, the London, London Stadium, Stadium yeah. did. They were brilliant. Mm. And so part of me is like, oh, maybe I'd like to see it again. But again, I'm just, I, I feel like I've seen it now. I mean, yeah. I've seen it twice. So like, it's not, not really that interesting to me. Blackpink. We talked about Blackpink on the first ever episode of True Cop Pop. We did. And um, they're big enough to headline Hyde Park. Uh, oh, who knew? <laughs> who would have thought a, a K-pop band, mm. one of the, the biggest music markets in the world, would be that big? Who would have thought? Yeah. Um, I don't know anyone else on this day this is definitely an interested rather than excited because I think it would be a mixed bag of an afternoon. I think there would be some music that would be really, really interesting. I mean, even just talking about Blackpink's headliner, there would be some really interesting stuff and then there would be a lot of Love Island music. There will be a lot of Love Island music. Unquestionably, a lot of Love Island music, definitely. Blackpink, Sabrina Carpenter, The Rose, Katie Baser, Mae Stevens and more. And finally... Yeah, here you go. Bit of you. Finally, the last... Is it even the last date? Oh, no, it's not, actually. Um, oh, no, not the last one. The last there one. Is, is yeah. It, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to say that. Billy Joel with Daryl Hall from Hall & Oates. Cool. Okay. Okay. Uh, should we talk I mean, about the is, other day instead? Yeah, yeah, let's talk about the other day. First uh, of July, and I can't go to that for some reason. Take that. Why can't I go? I'm because you're seeing Pulp with me at Finsbury Park. That's right. Yes. yes. How annoying. Take that. The script, rubbish, and yeah. the sugar babes at Hyde Park. I fucking, I'd have loved that. That is good, but I'd have loved that. Pulp in it, same. Pulp in it, yeah. I mean, look, you know, pulp will be, pulp will be, definitely better yeah, than that. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm okay. But you know, I was just a bit like, oh, come on, man. Yeah, I mean, come on. I suppose, oh, you know, pulp. They have written some uh, enduring, timeless classics, but they don't have Jason Orange, so. Well, take that, don't have Jason. No, I know, I know. That's a, that's a bit. Well, <laughs> annoyingly, that's kind of on the money, or that's a hot button issue right now. But it won't be in two weeks when this goes out. Everyone will have forgotten about it. Jason Origin not being at the coronation performance, was he? He's not been in the band for years. Is he not? Oh, I don't care then. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> yeah, that'd be good that day. Yeah. Take that a really good life. So, um, and you're not going to anyway. be there. So, fuck it. Whatever. Yeah, fuck it. Whatever. Um, <laughs> Uh, there's also wireless as well. Now, wireless, I tell you what, one of my mates worked wireless once and said it is the most nasty, violent, and aggressive <laughs> festival you can ever possibly imagine, although he hasn't been to Boomtown. Um, I have never heard anything good about wireless, first of all. Um, to be honest, I don't really know much about wireless full stop. I think I've... I think once upon a time I was doing some some naughty torrenting as a teenager, and I think I found mm. a system of a down bootleg from a wireless festival. That's as much as I know about this festival. It's probably a different wireless anyway. Definitely not the same thing. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Well, not I mean, the looking same at thing. this I mean, lineup, yeah, it definitely wasn't. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I remember. So this is in Finsbury Park uh, from Friday the seventh of July through to Sunday the 9th of July and last year I was walking because uh, my girlfriend lives in Finsbury Park and some kids were coming out and they were going to see Nicki Minaj and they were like 
Oh, that was really good. But Nicki Minaj needs to quit soon because she's so old. <laughs> and I was like, I think Nicki Minaj is 33 or something. Do you know oh, what I mean? Like, me. yeah. I was like, fucking hell. Um, so it's a young person's festival. It's a young person's festival uh, who wants to take drugs. lots of drugs yeah. and just be a bit aggressive by the sounds of things. Bit um, mm, We got on... Um, let's go through what we know playboy carty with little uzi vert as a special guest i would actually wouldn't mind seeing little uzi vert you know mm. wouldn't actually mind i got i don't really know or care too much about playboy carty um i can't say i know loads about anyone else on the day that they're playing as well yeet metro booming lancy fox Leto, ken carson destroy lonely ice spice lola brook homicide gang wouldn't mind seeing little uzi vert um, but that day sort of passes me by a yeah, little bit. Yeah. But the next day, Travis Scott after after the Astro World thing, it's a, a bold booking, definitely. Yeah, it is a hell of a bold booking. Yeah, a hell of a bold booking. And um, I, I mean, I don't really know what the sort of reaction to it overall has been mm. but that did make me go I, I raised an eyebrow when i saw that and i was like oh i mean the thing is he's gonna obviously have to play live again yeah of at course. some point isn't he of mm. course but there's a lot going on in and around his career i guess in the aftermath of that, mm. that i'm quite surprised to see him back on the road so soon yeah I, I don't think that is an unfair reaction. Um, mm. Mm. Heady One and Joe, Joe Badass would be all right, though. Yeah, I was going to say, like, you know, there's some actually quite good stuff on that mm. day. Like, Heady One, Joe Badass, Flo, I think we mentioned before, Clavish, Mariah Scientist, Bryson Tiller. Um, there's stuff on that. It's actually quite a good day. Uh, but, um, yeah, it feels a bit icky, doesn't it, for someone mm. like It's not my imagination. It feels a bit icky that, Maybe it shouldn't. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. It probably shouldn't. But I. I mean, to be fair, I've not really kept up with the the aftermath of Astro World. But it did feel like there was a lot of um, dispassionate passing the buck that went around with it. So I think yeah. maybe that's just kind of colouring my kind of reaction to Travis Scott's announcement. But hey, mm. what do I know? D Block Europe with Fifty Cent as a special guest. I mean, that'd be all right talk oh, about Aggie. yeah i mean again don't know much of the stuff below it to be honest little dirt pop can little tj dexter daps gorilla black sheriff dre and mac don't know loads about that but i and even d block europe i mean they played reading last year and i watched a little bit of it and it, i can't say that it did much for me particularly but you know um yeah man i i think that that's a that's a that's a decent enough thing if you're if you're in if you're into that that's what you like then um i think you probably have a fairly nice time i would say or, so or you get really really aggy and then shout at, um 50 well if people are getting annoyed at Nicki minaj being too old to headline surely 50 cent is gonna be wheeled off to the retirement home after his special guest slot yeah you'd think so wouldn't yeah. you you'd imagine <laughs> that that would be what would happen i mean I'm only sort of saying that to be like, hey, guys, just go and have a nice time, guys. Just go and have a nice time. Don't get too aggy. Go and have a nice time. Um, another festival which 
guess you know like has got the kind of aggro feel to it but i have to say i think this is a really fucking good lineup park life from the 10th to the 11th of june 2023 it's uh, uh it's a busy lineup poster <laughs> definitely it certainly is yeah. like it's a bit like whoa look at this but when you look get when you get right into it so i'm not going to go through everybody i'm going to pick a few bits and bobs out the 1975 mm. h fred again the Prodigy, mm. Little Sims, mm-hmm. Wu-Tang Clan and Nas, yeah. right? So that's not Wu-Tang Clan and then Nas. That's Wu-Tang Clan and Nas doing a set together. Yeah. Fuck me. I believe they're doing that at the O2 or Bricks. They're doing it across the UK. Oh, okay. I, I definitely, definitely like to see that. Um, going through it, some more Skrillex. I would definitely Skrillex. Uh, slow Tide, Self Esteem for me, Jump Out, definitely. Yeah, big Becky Hill, John Hopkins, um, Andy C, Confidence Man as well. It's kind of a weird, a Groove Armada DJ set, Annie Mac. Um, what else do we have? I mean, it's bloody, it is. It's hard to, to read, this. yeah. It is, yeah, I'm feeling a little. JPEG Mafia is there. Um, there's there's a lot of stuff at this. This is actually a really good lineup, but I've heard that. Uh, that you it's, will get your again, head caved in. <laughs> yeah, I've heard it's not a nice place to be. Oh, really? Mm. But it's um, but it is a good lineup. I mean, it is a good lineup. Like, it, yeah, I it mean, really is. Looking at the overstuffed poster, I mean, yeah, those top two lines alone—that's a real fucking nice weekend. Yeah, nineteen seventy-five. H. Fred again, Prodigy, Little Sims. Uh, that alone, brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I mean, that looks alright to me. If you're into music, you'd probably have a good time there. Yeah, I think it's really good. I mean, well, this is the thing, isn't it? Would you have a good time? Mm. Because would you have a good time at that festival or would you have a bad time because you like music? This is the thing you've got to think about. Because mm. it might be just a bloody horrible <laughs> fucking... It might be like, I'm trying to watch this and there's just people like beating, like getting really aggy and all that kind of mm. stuff. Don't get that a download. Uh, Can't fight in a deck chair. I mean... You yeah, you to be can. fair, yeah, to be fair, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, you, 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 I don't know. It's um, it, yeah, it's hard to know, isn't it? It's hard to know uh, what is the like. Would you rather go and see a load of stuff and feel like you're about to get fucking stabbed in the neck, or would you just <laughs> go like this is quite a boring place to be? I don't know. Different strokes I for don't different know. folks. Different festivals for Dif- different needs yes he's done it um yeah, but yeah it's a good lineup yeah it is, um, it is a strong strong lineup yeah it's very good uh transmit festival as well we should talk about that um that is a bit i i don't know much about this but you know it's um it's up in scotland uh, in july and i you know looking at this again you got pulp on friday the 7th of july lovely you got george ezra uh who's you know having to take second billing uh, below pulp rather than stealing the chemical brothers headline <laughs> slot like he's the other way Absolutely. Noel Horan uh, Paul Heaton from the beautiful south don't need that The View <laughs> not really Joseph Flo Declan Walsh and the Decadent West Cat Burns Dean Lewis Warm Doucher I like Warm Doucher mm. I like Warm Doucher uh, the Big Moon, Hot Milk, Hamish Hawk, Swim School, Jewel Club, Natty Dread, Royston Club, Flower Love, Cloth, Sights, High Viz, again, oh, and lovely. Slicks. 
It's a pretty good day, isn't it? Yeah. Pretty good day. There's at least sort of four or five things there that I wouldn't mind seeing. Yeah, I'd say uh, a mixed bag. But yeah, again, the the brilliant stuff outweighs the the less brilliant stuff, I would say. Yeah, and then look at this on Saturday, 8th of July. Sam Fender being subbed by Kasabian. How the mighty have fallen. I know, right? Mm. It's almost like beating your wife up isn't a very good career move. Not really, no, no. I mean, he's not in the band anymore, to be fair. But yeah, they have all been tarred with uh, that yes. brush. So. Yeah, okay, let me let me clarify that. Um, I mean, beating your wife up is not a good career move, it's regardless not. of the context. Yes. Um, it's not a good career move for Tom Meehan, who's been booted out of Kasabian. Mm. But it looks like, you know, in the aftermath of that, Kasabian, who were Glastonbury headliners, well, about less than a decade ago, mm. Are now subbing Sam Fender at Transmit on Glasgow Green. They'll be playing the reopened bar fly before long. Bedford <laughs> Esquires. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, H, Mimi Webb, Inhaler, Maisie Peters, Brooke Comb, LF System, The Wombats, Teddy Swims, The Coronas, Lucy Spraggan, uh, The Mary Wallopers. Um, I mean, might be talking Tom about Me- Meehan's <laughs> new band. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Sorry. That's all. That's uh, that's a shame. Oh, that's okay. um, which I hate. Cassia, the Blinders, Affleck Palace, uh, Lauren Hibbard, Finn Foxall, Heidi Curtis, the Big Day, and Terrakin. Don't know much about a lot yeah. of those people. To be honest, I don't like the Wombats. They are fucking dreadful. But yeah, you know, um, it's not a great day having been quite good the day before but the final day the 1975 royal blood becky hill the kooks oh, oh god go away it's going so well as well yeah. wasn't it ash nico jamie webster pale waves crawlers nothing but thieves the enemy the amazons lovejoy bob villain dream wife uh lucia and the best boys callum bowie only the poets skylights uninvited andrew cushion tommy lafroy neve ella and kathy jane that's all right I don't know loads there. I mean, 1975 would definitely be good. Royal Blood, I mean, I thought the last album was a dog shit. Right. But uh, that first album, you know, there's there's some big riffs on that. If they bring out Ten Ton Skeleton and the sun happens to shine on Glasgow, that would be all right. Um, yeah. I, below I that, so. uh, Bob Villain, yeah, that would be good. I mean, it's interesting getting to this point, the kind of more, quote, unquote, mainstream festivals. We are seeing a lot of the same artists pop up. So I guess it becomes mm. hard to say, Oh, I'd be excited by that because we've said it for Reading and then Isle of Wight. But uh, that looks okay. I would say um, in terms of the festivals that I am more kind of au fait with the genres they are playing with, this is one of the ones I am least interested in so far, but it doesn't look bad at all. So it's sort of the Tea in the Park reboot, is that right? Uh, is it oh i i'm not sure to be honest the only thing i really know about transmit uh well i don't know anything about transmit actually um i've seen a biffy clyro live set that they stuck on youtube from there Uh, and it does look quite good it looks like it's quite a small festival site so kind of a a relatively intimate one which in itself could be quite an interesting experience yeah so those are kind of the big festivals where the big artists are playing for the most part i would say um uh so we'll talk about the kind of i guess the more specialist stroke boutique festivals now mm. so things that aren't quite as big and either focusing on one type of music or you know focusing on um you know just a smaller experience and smaller bands or smaller artists overall um creamfield south is one of the first ones of the year from the 26th to 28th of may the bank holiday weekend so that's coming up like as we speak basically mm. isn't it it's kind of happening um andy c annie mac becky hill ben helmsley calvin harris camel fat carl cox chasing states dj set eric pritz example 
uh, Joel Corey, uh, Hannah Lang, Gorgon City, Fatboy Slim, Colch, LF System, Mind Kitchen, Nina Kravitz, Patrick Toppin, Tiesto, Swedish Alpha Mafia, Sonny Federa, Sam Devine. I mean, look, if you like a particular type of electronic music, Creamfields has always been the place that you would want to go or mm. would think about going. Um, for me, like... I look at the Apex Twin day and I go, well, I would like to see Apex Twin probably more than anyone here. Yes, definitely. But I feel like I have a better time at this because there's more stuff I like and it's just more upbeat. Do you know what I mean? It's more, it's going to be more fun. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like a, a chasing I, status DJ set in a fat boy slim set is going to be more fun than an Apex Twin set, even though the Apex Twin one definitely excites me more. Um, mm -hmm. there, there's a lot of stuff I am not particularly aware of here, but this feels like one of those ones where, where I going, I, I think I would end up having a really good time just discovering artists that I don't know, because it does look like it kind of falls into the remit of something that, yeah, just makes for quite an enticing, well, weekend, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, look, I think Annie Mack is a really cool person. Mm. Uh, I've never really paid much attention to the, the, you know, her DJ sets really, so I don't really know. I think Andy C is obviously like a sort of drum and bass legend. Mm. I quite like Becky Hill. Um, I don't really like Calvin Harris mm. particularly, but then he's got a couple of bangers, and he can't deny that. Um, I like Swedish House Mafia. Um, I really like Fatboy Slim. I was going to go to Fatboy Slim, and then I didn't. Um, a Chase and State, like say, would be great. Mm. Uh, yeah, I think this is. I think this is quite good. I mean, it's not something that I would be absolutely gagging to go to. No, not chomping because I think you, for. you have to really, really love this type of music to, you know, to to want to go to that. But mm. having said that, I still think you know it. Um, it looks pretty fucking good overall. I think, uh, you know, I I like people who are into this would would go fucking you know bananas for it so mm. i think that's quite good um can we say the same about slam dunk Ooh, i doubt it <laughs> <laughs> well i don't know i well, mean well i suppose look, the people who like it would have a really good time um which is why i have never had any interest in going to slam dunk ever <laughs> apart from when rancid got announced and then luckily they pulled out before i bought a ticket yeah uh, so i mean slam dunks two days now or is it? No, it's one day. It's, it's one day and two sites, yeah. Yeah, yeah. two two sites, I should say, because it was three sites for a while. Now it's only two. So the Hatfield Park one um, is sold out. Mm. And the, the other one, the one that is Leeds. Yes. Um, and it used to be Birmingham as well. They did Birmingham used to be Birmingham. was really horrible. So you've got the Amazon Music stage, the rock, the, sorry, the rock scene stage, sponsored by Amazon Music. Enter Shikari, Billy Talent, Puvris, Kids in Glass Houses, Under Oath, Wargasm, Holding, Ab Holding Absence, Trash Boat, Vakovi, and Zane. I think that's a um, I think that one. Um, well, Blade. the top... <laughs> Blade laser. <laughs> um, the top two would be fucking brilliant. Billy Talon, uh, I've not seen, but we were talking about them a couple of months ago now. Love Billy Talon. Love yep. Billy Talon. That would be excellent. And Shikari are fucking excellent live saw them in 2019 and i mean i've not stuck to that promise because the gigs keep fucking selling out uh but i would go and see them on every tour regardless of if i like the album or not i think enchikari are a great huh. time live great time really yeah i fuck i thought they were absolutely brilliant i've seen them well i've only seen them once since I saw them at download and i did only see about half their set because tool were coming on and like no offense Raul, but you're not maynard um mm. i think Raul would quite readily admit that he's not Maynard Jay's Keenan. Um, I, yeah, really like Enchikari Live. If I was there, I would be going to see them. Okay. Um, 
I like Billy Talent. Yeah. Let's leave it. I've seen it. I've seen it in Chicago a few times and I don't know why people talk about them like they're one of the best live bands ever. I just don't know why I people think that. I wouldn't say ever. I just think they're really... A lot exci- of people do say yeah, I mean, they are. A lot of people listen to Coldplay and vote for the Nazis. You can't trust people, Steve. Okay. I mean, I ironically, like I think Coldplay are probably better live than uh, Shikari. No, I do. I've seen... I've done it with oh, okay. But ironically, I think Coldplay are probably a better live band than Shikari. But, you know, that's just me. I have never seen them and thought they're anything other than like a, a competent live band. Really? Okay. I, I thought they were really, really exciting live. I thought they were really uh, dynamic and energetic. And I thought they just performed really, really, really well. But fair play. Fair play. Mm. The best time I saw them was a little bit I saw towards the end of their download pilot performance and they actually were mm. they're, you know they're good they are they're, they're good i yeah. mean i don't think they're amazing but they're pretty good okay um a bit like their music really like you know i think i said this loads of times before they've got a few really good songs at shikari but mm. uh i just you know i just sort of think to myself i could be listening to you know <laughs> the streets third album couldn't i um which <laughs> Ooh, isn't very good right. for the streets but is much better than anything any shikari have ever done um the rest of it no not interested in any uh, of it at all. Creeper. Sorry. Creeper, obviously very, very Oh, no, no, good, no. Yeah. On that stage. Oh, on that stage. sorry. I thought you meant the rest of the festival. I thought that was it. No, no, no. Oh, right. No, no, no. Oh, no. The rest of the stage uh, is awful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the Dicky stage, Offspring, Bowling for Soup, Lesson Jake, Flogging Molly, Gogo Badello, Mill and Colin, Zebra Head, Teenage Bottle Rocket, and Millie Manders. So the Tony off- Hawk's uh, Pro Skater soundtrack stage. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'd like to see Gogo Badello. Yeah. I fucking hate Bowling for Soup. I think they are <laughs> the worst one. <laughs> imagine this you're the worst pop punk band from the two, from the early 2000s imagine that Ooh. you're the worst one of them unbelievable yeah. don't really care for flogging molly much no. uh, i've got the dropkick murphys thanks Ooh. um mill and colin are decent but they don't no need, cigar not, that's it really fox is great as well is it and Loz in Must. Yeah, Loz in Must. Yeah, 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 I quite like Mini Colin. They okay. Period, right. quite good. Zeb, zebra Heads. Nope. I feel like, the, you know, some sort of fucking pact has been made with Satan that Zebra Head have to play Slam Dunk, otherwise the world's <laughs> going to end. Um, it's all right. I mean, the Offspring are obviously way past their best now. Yeah. But uh, I've um, got a soft spot for them. Yeah, I've never seen the Offspring. I, I would like to see them at some point. Um, I would need a, a slightly better festival lineup to entice me to go and see them. Yeah. Um, the Kerrang Tent. Yellow Card. The Academy is four-year strong. Real Friends, Fireworks, Hawthorne Heights, and Destroy Boys. I've never seen a stage that I want to stay away from more. That's like Operation U-Tree. Yeah, I mean, I. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. Yes, it is. They are all paedophiles. <laughs> they are, even though we have absolutely no evidence to back this up. Well, that's why um, we have an operation I'm, to investigate it. I'm comfortable in saying that all of these people harbour at least <laughs> one nonce in their band. I'm more than happy to say that. Anyone got a problem with that? Didn't think so. <laughs> um so let's just move on creeper the menzing as boston manor trophy eyes spanish love songs movements uh sincere engineer creeper would be great and the menzings would be great obviously yep yep those top two again i think that is very very strong uh never seen either of them so i've still oh, not really? still not seen creeper mental oh dearie me sir i oh, know what a twat uh, I don't really know much about any other bands particularly. I know the guy from Spanish Love Songs just cries, doesn't he? He just cries mm. over his music. <laughs> uh, but he's better and... at crying over music than your man from La Dispute, at least. So he's got that. 
yeah fair um the key club stage um the hunter the main jxdn i'm sure that's not how you say that maggie lindeman uh suko charlotte sands noah finance fucking fince yeah scene scene queen nice grayscale loco girlfriends the time youth fountain emma rosa now there would have been a time in my life where i would have known who these bands and these (laughs) artists were and i'd have been able to tell you what they sound like but i have just looked at this and gone no i'll continue listening to spandau ballet actually (laughs) always believe it fuck new music and particularly new music from this genre um, uh, so I don't know any of these other than Scene Queen. Scene Queen, and I'm aware of Maggie Lindemann as well. I don't really know any others, to be honest. Uh, I think it's interesting that Scene Queen is playing this festival. I think, um, uh, particularly with that, uh, that uh, well, at, the, at present, last single she released, um, what was it called? 18? I think it's just called 18. Uh, I mean, that is a, an unerringly prescient. 18 plus. 18 plus, sorry, that's it. Yeah. Unerringly prescient for a festival like this and a stage like that so there we go yeah yep <laughs> we've sort of already touched on that yeah yep. don't know much about that and the not fest stage the heavy stage oh. um uh it's a mixed bag mm. um malevolence are headlining it we came as awful we came as romans That's less and good. you you you're dead you shit dead singer pedo shit dead singer escape the fate Fit for a King, no. Landmark, Static Dress, Dragged Under, Sea Space Cowboy, High Power and, ha- and Harriet. So basically, you've got Harriet, High Power and Sea Space Cowboy, I quite like. And then uh, I like a bunch of stuff I don't really know about mm. um, until you get to We Came As Romans, who I've never really listened to, but uh, just hate them as hate them as people as much as <laughs> hate them as a band. Hate them as a band, even though I've never really listened to them, but hate them more as people and that and I there's not enough piss in my body um to adequately piss on the grave of the, the guy who died. Malevolence and then malevolence are great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They'll do Serpent's Trade oh. we'll have a lovely time. Yeah, clip that and send it to him if you get a chance, guys. <laughs> um so there you go, that's Slam Dunk. I'm not really like that bothered by Slam Dunk. I don't no, know about you. No. Well, like I say, the only time I've even vaguely considered going was when Rancid were announced and then they pulled out very, very soon after. So not for yeah, me. Yeah. Hey, if you oh, like wait, that this... kind of thing, have a nice time. Just yeah, stay I tell you what, away what... from the tour buses. <laughs> yeah. I tell you it will be a nice time. Mighty Hoopla, right? Which takes place in Brockwell Park in London, which is right around the corner where I used to live in Brixton, right? Ooh. Saturday the 3rd of June and Saturday the 4th of June. This is a lineup, which, so this is like a kind of super camp <laughs> festival, oh, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. It's, it's basically like G-A-Y- but in a big field. Yeah. So I only laugh, not because, oh, rubbish. It's just like, I this looks so much fun and so Stephen Hill. So when I went before, Five and Belinda Carlisle and... Oh, bloody hell. Uh, uh, one of Girls Aloud, and it was TLC, but obviously it wasn't proper TLC. Um, and um, uh, Bewitched played as well. It was oh, really good. Oh, brilliant. Um, so... Kelly Rowland, fucking actual That's Kelly Rowland. That's a weekend Rowland, ticket already for you. From yeah. Destiny's Child. Years and years, who were fucking great, by the way. Years mm. and years. I don't know if you saw them. They subbed the Pet Shop Boys at, uh, at Glastonbury last year on their other stage performance. And I watched a bit of that. It was really, really good. Oh, cool. Aqua. Live in plastic. Aqua. It's fantastic. Yeah, cool. 
fun. I mean, that's high up in it. I didn't realise they were still about. I guess the Barbie movie is probably going to do wonders for their streaming numbers. Yeah, that's high for a band that's who... That's very high. Essentially... A one-hit one. An epitome of one-hit wonder. Especially them, yeah. them and Len. Well, and they got, you know... <laughs> you probably don't remember uh, Dr. Jones. Dr. Jones, Jones, calling Dr. Jones. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, I do know that. Okay, fine. Well done, Aqua. And uh, they did that a ballad as well. Uh, Confidence Man, Dagny, Jake Shears, who I spoke about mm. the other week. Fucking great. Um, really like Jake Shears. Khalees. Yep. Natasha Bedingfield, the mm. best Bedingfield, if you're asking. <laughs> um, it's a crowded field. <laughs> it's a crowded bedding field. <laughs> it's a crowded bed and a crowded field. Um, and Rachel Stevens over on that main stage. Nice. Nice. And then you've got Beverly Beverly Knight, Sophie Ellis Bexter. Now this is where it gets very school disco. Yeah, 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 yeah. This yeah. lineup, right? Nine one one, Clear, Jamelia, Jade Adams, Samantha Mumba, I mean, Shola Rama. Okay. Go on, do you want to go? I, on a, I was you just going to say, speaking of artists who I didn't realise were still about, Samantha Mumba. I think the last time I heard her name was when she was in that really bad uh, remake of the Time Machine in like the early noughties yeah man that yeah. was a long time ago that was a long time ago yeah. Shola Rama fucking hell Snap with an exclamation the, the, the power yeah Soul to Soul I, I'm genuinely thinking about going to see Soul to Soul at the Royal Albert Hall because they're brilliant cool so that's great and then here we go back to the back to the ridiculousness the Venga Boys superb superb I mean look is this a good lineup? I mean, is this the sort of lineup you would pay money to go and see and have a good? I think this depends. If you are like, I like music and I want to go to a festival where I'm going to see loads of really good music, you would probably not really even consider going to this. No. But if you are in London on that weekend over June and you feel like going somewhere, which would be just an absolute fucking riot, I can tell you, Mighty Hoopla is fucking hilarious and it is loads <laughs> of fun it's really good everyone has a nice time yeah artful dodgers also there as well so you know it, um it looks like it would be a good time um for the right amount of money um i am just gonna have a quick look uh yeah i don't think i'd want to spend including fees 130 pound on that I think if they were getting it close to 100, including fees, that maybe would entice me a little bit more. But yeah, that's just a little bit more than I'd want to pay for Samantha Mumba. <laughs> it's not just Samantha Mumba. No, it is. She's doing cover versions of every other artist listed there. No, 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 <laughs> mate. You, 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 got, you, can't just, you can't just go, oh, it's just Samantha. Don't, don't fucking, don't reduce it to just Samantha Mumba. It does look uh, like good fun. It does look like good fun. It does. It does look like good fun. There's no getting away from it. It really does look like See if you quite can get a good laugh. Louder to send you to that one. I did actually manage to blag my way into that in 2018 through that's not metal. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know how I did that. Uh, yeah. Blimey. Anyway, was that the year Slayer um, headlines? <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. Slayer and Pet Shop Boys. Are they going to got Twisted Sister on that? I think they'd have a good time. Mm, yeah. I, it's a really, I had a really fucking fun day. To be fair, um, Latitude takes place between the twenty first of July mm. and the twenty third 
of July. Um, and that is considered, isn't it? At latitude is sort of thought of as the middle class in Suffolk, in uh, Henham Park. It's considered the middle class yes, festival. Yes, yes, Pretty yes, much, yes, isn't yes. it? Latitude, the middle class festival. A lot of people go just for the comedy. And mm. he's got a good comedy lineup. Bridget Christie, Sarah Pascoe, Ed Gamble, Ramesh Ranganathan, Ed Byrne, Fern Brady, uh, Kerry Godleman, Russell Kane, um, Shappi Kasandi, Susie Ruffles. There's, there's, a, there's a lot of good comedians mm. on there. But musically speaking, um, I think this is actually a pretty fucking pretty fucking good lineup as well i mean pulp are headlining this fantastic which is quite, quite big for that uh so his first day pulp metronomy confidence man um georgia and fam de coyote uh Tinawarin. i mean again latitude a lot of kind of world musicy stuff mm-hmm. mixed with more kind of mainstream stuff and on the second stage yard acts men i trust dry cleaning the Beths, the murder capital do nothing and burr um uh, so i think that main stage is really really quite strong i'm not familiar with the bottom two artists uh mm-hmm. yard act aside i think the, the the second stage looks all right i think dry cleaning would be quite interesting to see uh yeah. the murder capital I, I don't know what they're like live i would be interested to go again so the Beths are good as well mm. Beths are good okay. sort of, if you like that kind of alt rocky uh thing the Beths are good as well cool. um you've got um the sunrise arena which has a load of stuff on it like uh, the warm doucher and bob villain are headlining that lovely um there's not a lot else that i can see that i've but that's not put into specific days no. on the saturday paolo natini mm. uh, gets just goes to shit a little bit here yeah um paolo natini the kooks paul heaton and jackie abbott I know a lot of people really love the Beautiful South and think Paul Heaton's a really good songwriter and yada. I just do not get on with the Beautiful South at all. The Big Moon, I don't know much about. The Lightning Seeds and Lovely. Teddy Swims. Bit of you. I like the light. I like the Lightning Seeds. Right, the rest of it can get in the fucking bin as mm. far as I'm concerned. Um, but on the BBC Soundstage, Young Fathers and oh, Don Letts. Yeah, I mean that. That's a bit of all right, definitely. Yeah. Um, then on the Sunday, you've got George Ezra, again, Mimi Webb, The Proclaimers, Sophie Ellis Bexter, The Bootleg Beatles and Picture This. I think that is up and down. It's a bit of a mixed bag. Uh, and James. I was going to say, don't forget James's UK Festival exclusive orchestral appearance. Yeah, I mean, I, quite, I, I like James. Do you like James at all? I suppose you only probably only know one song, right? Uh, if that, <laughs> yeah. What what is oh, their big Oh sit song? down, oh sit oh, down, yeah, okay. sit down next to me. So that would be that. Okay. But mate, I actually think that this would be worth going to purely for this second stage on this yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go from the bottom up. Katie Baser, Gweno, Creep Show. Don't know about them. Kiefer Sutherland. Yeah, interesting. Jack Bauer, rocking up at Latitude. Venom Snake from Metal Gear Solid Five. Um, you get it. Uh, the, a character in the Lost his, Boys, yeah, yeah. Lost, forgot his Lost Boys character. So Kiefer Sutherland, cool, great. Black Midi, fantastic, about being brilliant, fantastic. And this for me mm. is, I mean, I'm thinking about going to see her uh, anyway. But Susie, which is Susie Sue, mm. Susie and the Banshees, mm. I think that's a fucking hell of a booking. That and is weird, yeah. weird to be at Latitude, but I mean, I think Susie and the Banshees are one of the few artists who haven't reformed that i'm like quite like you really really like you to reform i actually Um, don't think it's that weird a booking for latitude i would think someone like Susie sue um definitely appeals to the sort of the 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 typical latitude goer someone who is kind of comfortable in their middle class setting but maybe had a little bit of a kind of rebellious punk 
uh, dalliance in their teenage years. I think Susu will go down an absolute storm there. Yeah, and I, I would yeah. love to see that. I think that'd be fucking brilliant. Black Midi and Susu, Keith Sutherland as well. I don't know what his music's like. I mean, I'd probably just you know kind of be quite excited to see him. I'd be oh look, it's the guy from Flatliners. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. He definitely would. Um, so yeah, I mean that's actually a pretty fucking that's a pretty fucking good lineup that. Hmm. So yeah, look at that latitude. Um, all right, let's talk about outbreak. Oh my, which God. has been getting a little bit of like um uh, i don't know what you'd call it i think there's a bit of there's been a bit of like pushback it's been getting stick from uh the the kind of people who have nothing better to do than respond to a festival on instagram yeah yeah love those guys yeah brilliant top 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 guys um outbreaks lineup to me is i'm like when i when i talk about you know oh download doesn't really excite me that much Mm. Uh, it's because I look at something like Outbreak and I'm like, fucking hell, the, that is... This is the festival lineup of the year for me. This is unbefucking leaveable. As soon as they made the first announcement, I bought a ticket and I, um, I'm not regretting that purchase one jot. Yeah, so you've got Denzel Curry, Death Grips, Bane, Code Orange, Converge, Earl Sweatshirt, Buggin, Fury, Defeater, Loathe, Show Me The Body, Trapped Under Ice, Turnover, Candy, C4, Freshwater Gel, High Viz, Little Ugly Mane, Koyo, Jesus Peace, Mike, Military Gun, Narrow Head, No Pressure, One Step Closer, Pain of Truth, Pest Control, Restraining Order, TS Warspite, Scowl, Speed, Spy, Wiki, Zulu, and Soul Glow plus more to be announced oh mate no. Uh, no they have announced the full lineup i was gonna say there's one here that you have missed that you will will very much excite you so the saturday the death grips day you've got a little run here i'll tell you what the main stage is candy gel fury scowl this is from bottom up uh narrowhead Armand hammer mike soul glow jesus peace machine girl code orange death grips headlining fuck me Oh yeah, fuck me. Oh, yeah, sorry, I didn't. I, I, that's on their official website as well. Yeah, Silly. their website is not that uh, frequently updated. I would say. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it's 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 pretty mad. This it is mental. Converge Bane co-header on the first day as well. Defeater in high vis. I mean, I the people who are complaining there's not enough hardcore there. I mean, one well you're wrong there's more than enough hardcore there the the hip-hop acts that they're getting so kind of bent out of shape about are probably going to play heavier sets than a lot of the hardcore bands i think death grips denzel curry is going to fucking pop off harder than bane will like i like bane Mm. but denzel curry is he could probably steal the weekend quite easily i mean death grips is probably the one i'm most excited to see just because it feels so out there that they're (laughs) even going to play a show i mean who knows if they'll even fucking turn up who knows Mm. um but i mean it just looks incredible there is so much brilliant hardcore there. there's so much of this industrial hip-hop it all looks absolutely amazing all of these artists are so exciting to me the excitement is the main thing with this and seeing yeah loathe into turnover into earl sweatshirt before denzel curry i mean how can you not get excited by that yeah i think this is pretty fucking mad good i mean you know it it, to me it ticks so many boxes Mm. convergent bane are legendary legendary hardcore yes and they're gonna be they are some of the best bands from that genre 
ever mm. in history. Some of the most legendary bands from that genre ever. That is a booking similar to booking like fucking Iron Maiden or Metallica for this genre of music, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it really is. And then you've got like High Viz who are Mate. brand new, are not, I mean, yeah, are High Viz a hardcore band? Not really, but like... They're, they're a hardcore band. The music they're playing isn't just necessarily strictly hardcore, I would say. Or it doesn't yeah. sound it. But yeah, that's going to be amazing. I think that could be a really, really big set for them. And then, like, you know, like like you say, Death Grips oh, are mate. so fucking intense. Code Orange are so intense. Machine Girl are just, like, 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 like neither of those things. Jesus Peace are a new, one of the newer, mm. more exciting hardcore bands. Soul Glow are probably, I would say, the, the best on current form the best punk band in the world mm. uh arm and hammer i've got you know last week we've spoken about billy woods and how fucking great he is and just the threat that he brings mm. they weren't amazing when i saw them live but i you know scowl are getting loads of fucking and candy are getting loads of like hype narrowhead play again like kind of indie rock there's so much going on just on that day mm. and then you get into like the denzel curry day with like loathe and trapped under ice and show me the body and zulu playing with denzel curry and earl sweatshirt and little ugly main like this is a fucking unbelievable lineup unbelievable. it's so good yeah it is so so good yeah like really 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 great like so great yeah and I, 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 I cannot fucking wait it's going to be it, it'd probably be the best weekend of the entire year if it all goes ahead as it should which knowing my luck given that I'm going most of the bands will I don't know spontaneously combust on the way to the show and not be able to play because that just seems to be what happens with me going to gigs these days but um, I think the, the other thing with people complaining oh it, this was a UK hardcore festival it's like well I mean unfortunately music festivals at the end of the day are a business they've gone to a 10,000 <laughs> capacity venue you can't just have turnstile headlining every all three days every year when you're playing that kind of venue because there's no other hardcore bands that can do it like Convergent Bane are co-headlining to fill that slot. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, it's expanding in, I think, an incredibly exciting way. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 23rd to the 25th of June, Outbreak Festival. I don't know if I'm going. I mean, I would love to go. If there's one festival that I would really, really love to go to, that would be the one. That mm. would undoubtedly be the one. Um it looks fucking great as far as I'm concerned. Uh, let's talk a little bit about 2000 Trees. I did not mention 2000 Trees uh, much so far this year. 5th to the 8th of July, 2023. Mm. Um, it takes place in Upcott Farm in Cheltenham. Um, again, you know, this is very much um, a, a festival, I think, which knows its audience yes. really, really well definitely knows its audience really well which is why i feel like this there are certain things in this lineup where you go oh that's a bit surprising yeah there are uh, let's be it's the it's the, the friday headliner really isn't it i mean who expected or wants bullet for my valentine well full stop let alone to turn up at 2000 trees mm. that's a, i that's didn't a see that coming looking. yeah yeah yeah, it is a weird booking because when I think of like the 2000 Trees, they are a world away from the sort of people or thing that I think about. Even when I think about the sort of heavy bands mm. that, two, that play 2000 Trees, I would be more, well, I mean, like when just going through it, you know, the Bronx, um, 
or Empire State Bastard and Cancer Bats and stuff mm. like that. I don't really know. Other, I mean, I know Cancer Bats um, have toured with Bullet for My Valentine before, but it's not really the th- sort of thing that I usually think about. But we'll we'll come to them in a minute. We'll do this day by day. Thursday, Soft Play, Skin Dread, Eggs of Death Metal, Wonder Years, Bob Villain, The Bronx, Kid Capici, and so I watch you from afar. The Joy, Formidable, Martha, Destroy Boys, Meat Wave, is that what that band are called? Aaron West and the Roaring Twenties, Bat Sabbath, No Devotion, Bad Nerves, Narrowhead, Svalbard, Noisy, Beach Riot, Bilk, Karsik, Bex, Cage Fight, Dead Pony, Exit Child, Funky and the Two-Tone Baby, Gaffer, Tape, Sandy, Giver, Graphic Nature, Hannah Gray, The Hurt Process, The Fucking Hurt Process, coming out <laughs> of nowhere, Ithaca, Aaron Jones, July Jones, Kite Thief, Lake Malice, Lambrini Girls, Loziek, Mimi Barks, Prince Daddy and the Hyena, Projector, Toodles and the Hectic Pity, some of these names, and <laughs> Unpeople. I mean, again, you know, for me, uh, there's nothing there that I haven't seen before mm. that I would desperately want to see, aside from No Devotion. No Devotion. I have seen a... No Devotion. I'd love to see No Devotion. Oh, I didn't realise you hadn't seen that. They're definitely a no. people. I mean, there's quite a few bands there that I haven't seen that I would be excited to see. Uh, well, ones that I have seen. Obviously, Skindred is going to be a great time. Um, I'm not going to go and watch Soft Play. Uh, if I was there, I'd definitely. I just yeah, so I didn't know they would change. They change their name. Yeah, yeah. So they used to be slaves. Yes, and I didn't really like them. Yeah. Didn't really like them when they were slaves. No. Um, so that's a bad name, that isn't it? Fuck me. Soft plays. Yeah, I mean, it's it's rubbish. Yeah. Um, so just get Skindred to headline next year, I reckon, because um, they're <laughs> better, and you'll have a better time. I don't yeah. have much time for Eagles of Death Metal, to be honest. Um, no, me neither. Bob Villain would be good. Bronx, I've not seen. That would be really cool. Um, but, 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 but Bat Sabbath, I mean, I've seen Cancer Bats, but I've not seen them do that set. That would be good. No Devotions, definitely an exciting one. Narrowhead's Valbard. I mean, Ithaca, I would never turn down a chance to see, obviously, because they're fucking brilliant. Um, yeah, I've not seen any of the new stuff, so I would really like to see. I would actually be dead keen to see Ithaca mm. because, you know, it's a load of new stuff that yeah, I haven't heard yeah. before. So, yeah, quality. Yeah, um, a decent first day. It's a pretty good day, yeah. I mean, it's a pretty good day. Mm. Uh, I don't actually think I've seen the Wonder Years. And I have seen the Wonder Years. Yeah, I mean, again, I wouldn't mind seeing the Wonder Years, but, like, yes, yeah, pretty good. Mm. Um, the Friday, uh, probably for my Valentine, I, I just... Why? It just doesn't make any. It just doesn't make any sense to me. This it just doesn't make any sense. It's a really strange one. Um, I mean, to think was well, the only other. Because there's nothing else like this. No, like them. I mean, I suppose like oh, black gold are a bit like they're new metally, and I mean, not the bullet from around like new metal, but like they're a bit more kind of like more of mainstreamy yeah. metal thing. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it's a weird one. I don't think they fit there at all. And also, they are really shit, so that doesn't help. I mean, they're fucking rubbish band. Mm. Rubbish. Will this make the um, second UK festival they've headlined? Because obviously they did the download pilot, and you know that mm-hmm. Matt Tuck is going to claim that as a download headline, even though it was a tenth of the capacity. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, yeah. It, would this be their second one? Yeah, it would be. So yeah. I guess they'll yeah, be Yeah, no, doing no, they headline download. Oh, yeah, download headline is definitely, uh, I mean, I'm sure <laughs> fucking, I'm sure Slipknot will rock up at Arc Tangent next yeah, year. Yeah, sure. yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, I, definitely think, yeah. I think Bullet are nailed onto, uh, yeah, go and do Damnation next year, basically, to the back of this. <laughs> um, yeah, so Bullet, Rival Schools, Dinosaur Pile Up. I mean, just that is weird, right? Dinosaur Pile Up and Rival Schools, you go, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, Rival Empire Schools, State Bastard makes total sense for that kind of festival. A festival where people who love Reuben and 100 Reasons, yeah, Rival Schools is yeah. a slam dunk, I'd say. 
Hellions of Heroes, Brutus, Cancer Bats, Employed to Serve, Joyce Manor, Crows. I mean, I guess Employed to Serve being on there, mm. like they're not the same. But no. it kind of could be a bit more. The Excerpts, Distart, Microwave, Kublai Khan, Get Cape, Wear Cape, Fly, uh, Lost Alone, Harriet, I suppose. I mean, they're going to have to fill, surely, that stage with Bullet with Cancer Bats and Employed to Serve and Harriet mm. and Black Gold for it to sort of make a bit of sense, I would imagine. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't who, know. Who knows? Maybe, they, maybe it's like, oh, well, you know, just be more open-minded and like it, which, you know, yeah. is correct. Mm-hmm. Um the 900, uh, sorry, the Scratch, Prima Queen, the 900 arcs, as everything unfolds, Beetlebug, Black Gold, Car Park, Chastity, Clarence, Cuffed Up, The Gurriers, Heart Attack Man, House of Women, Kelsey Carter and the Heroines, Lakes, Love is a Noise, Love is Noise, I should say, Malavora, Military Gun, that's cool, Motherhood, New Pagans, Origami Angel, Pale Dusk, uh, Raptors, I think that's how you call it, yeah. Simpia, Snake Invasion, quality, Great band. Suds, Telltale and Zulu. So, you know, you've got some good shit on the bottom of that there. Yeah, man. I'd say that is a strong old day. I mean, uh, yeah, there's some great stuff at the bottom. I think that uh, well, third down line, starting with Empire State Bastard, Crows are the only one I don't know in there. I'm not mad on Joyce Manor, but basically that line, I think, is a pretty fucking strong lineup on its own. Empire State Bastard, Hell is for Heroes, Brutus, Cancer Bats, Employed to Serve the Excerpts. Lovely. Mm. Have a bit of that. Yeah, it's good. That, that is good. So um, then you've got the... Oh, they put the Wednesday at the bottom, which I suppose is because those other bands are bigger, but, you mm. know, to go DeLorean it for the second. The <laughs> Wednesday's got Bob Villain, Holden Absence, Tiger Club, St. Agnes, Haggard Cat, Preston Miko. I thought Preston Miko split up. Are they back? I think it's their final show, potentially, actually. Okay, One right, of yeah, their okay. final shows, yeah. Right. Delay the Liar, Snakes, or Snacks, as I really want to call them. <laughs> Gasbrookfield, Warshi, and B-Sides. Uh, that's fine. I like Haggard Cat yeah. and I like Preston Miko um, Frank Carton and the Rattlesnakes on the Saturday headlining uh, that's a good booking I think Frank yeah. Carton and the Rattlesnakes that makes total mm. sense to me I'd say that's the that's the most on the money kind of 2000 trees feeling headliner of the three yeah 100 reasons oh, again yeah. Yeah, yeah, makes yeah. perfect sense American football I think that's a booking that will get people from that who go to this festival very very excited mm. I think that's a really good booking yeah yeah um, Death of Anna I have no time for I don't know if people like them or not I'm not sure interesting to see um, that last time they were there they were headlining and now they're not so that's true mm. Mm, yeah and then it's pretty strong after that yeah P- pretty weird as well <laughs> Loathe oh. Holding Absence nah. Pitch Shifter yes Pitch Shifter bit of you innit absolute bit of me <laughs> Pitch Shifter Electric Six uh, what are you doing here? Unfortunately, Electric Six, um, I didn't go to the tour, but they did do a tour of Fire in Full for the 20, maybe the 15th anniversary or something like that. And they said, we're only playing these songs because we're contractually obliged to and we won't play them after. So it may not be the greatest set, to be fair, if they are going to be as mardy as they implied they were I that time around. You know, Doubt that very much. They're going to have to. They'll get, they won't get out alive if they don't play Gay Bar and mm. Danger High Voltage. They just won't. No. But be beaten up, be bopped on the nose. Although all these emo lot that go to 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 go to two thousand trees, although the emo lot too probably too weedy to actually do anything about it, aren't they? They just mope about it. I reckon song about an acoustic song about how oh god they didn't play. (laughs) Anyway, um, I reckon Black Honey would beat the shit out. Oh yeah, just yeah, they would. Uh, Chelsea Grin, nah, again. What are you doing here? <laughs> Kneecap, Dream State, Casey, High Viz. Good to see High Viz yes, on there. Uh, Dead Poet Society. Not the. Get on the table. Yep. Um, Owen, 
not Mark Owen. One <laughs> Step Closer, not the Linkin Park song. Um, sprints, sprints, not the activity. Not the thing yeah. you did in PE. Yeah. Uh, the Chisel. That'd be great. Be the Chisel. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Chewy and the Gang, Witch Fever, Big Springs, Big Special, Cody Frost. Congratulations, Delilah Bond, Dick Valentine. That's Matey Boy from Electric Six. Maybe he'll play them all in his... Do <laughs> solo, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Enola Gay, not the, uh, the, the yellow not song. The yellow. Come back it's on, Enola yellow. Gay, and carry OMG. on playing. OMG. Oh, yeah, I've got, I got it wrong. Yeah. No, I got it wrong first. Don't worry about it. Flesh Water, Frozen Mode, Going Off, Guys, Haunt the Woods, Hypothetics, Koyo, Loose Articles, Links Modern Era that oozes pet needs. Hannah Rose Platt reminders. Sounds mint. Does it? Thick. Tom the Mailman and Ways Away. Anything good on that day the year after? I mean, there's a fair bit of stuff that I'd quite like to see. I, I, Certainly Pitch Shifter. <laughs> when I actually genuinely want to see Pitch Shifter. Of course. That's probably the would. main one. Yeah. Um, I, I would say this is a kind of um, a top heavy day where 100 Reasons definitely. Uh, I'd see pitch shifter um just to see what all the fuss is about really from from you mm. uh high viz i think high viz is an inspired book in i think they they're a pretty spot on they are so well suited to fit both outbreak and 2000 trees and i think they'll absolutely smash both of them i can't wait to see how mm. brilliantly high viz do this summer uh the chisel would be really really good um modern era i quite like um that's about it actually i would say kind of that that day's a little bit thinner on the ground for me sure sure yeah. sure sure okay well fair enough um yeah i mean i think it's i think it's, it's pretty a decent good. looking weekend i would say and continuing in the uh trend of 2019 if i were to go i wouldn't watch two of the main stage headliners so that's good <laughs> early night for me yeah <laughs> oh he, he, he bloody he bloody loves an early night oh, i love my bed oh mate i mean to be fair to be fair, so do I. Um, so there you go, yeah. 2,000 trees. Mm. That is also happening. Um, I suppose. Um, now, do we talk about its uh, its sister festival straight away? Or do we move on to something else? Because there's only really that and uh, and Bloodstock left. So we might as well do Arctangent. Yeah, do Arctangent straight, straight away. Yeah, straight well, after, isn't it? Yeah. Because that makes, that makes, that makes sense, doesn't Logical it? Logical sense, um, yeah. That makes actual logical sense. So Art Tangent is obviously the sister festival of uh, of 2000 Trees mm. and um, is more for the, um, uh, I, I guess, the kind of the, the slightly more obtuse mm. version of this music. Yes. Um, you went last year, Sam. You, you had an all right time. Did you have an all right time there? You had an all right time, didn't you? It was all right. I went in 2019. So I did do both Trees and Art Tangent for the first time in 2019. I had a fucking fantastic time at both, apart from the fact that it absolutely shat it down at Art Tangent for the majority of the weekend. Um, but yeah, I like I like both of these festivals. I'd say lineup-wise, Art Tangent is more to my tastes. I think 2000 Trees has the slightly better atmosphere. It's just a really, really nice space to be in at Trees. But Art Tangent is very good. And I must say, I am impressed by the lineup this year. If it weren't for Outbreak, I would be putting my festival money towards Art Tangent for the year, I would say. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, is that, yeah, a couple of times I've been, it just fucking rains, man. It's hard work. Well, you, but were, you were there in 2019, and believe me, mate, because you left after the first day, it was much worse yeah. on the second day. It was much was it? worse. Yeah, yeah, I can't handle that shit, mate. Yeah, Fuck it was me. gruesome. Um, but anyway, Converge, on oh, this is the Thursday, Converge, Empire State Bastard, Pigs. Several Pigs, uh, yeah. Several pigs, Russian circles, cave in, elder Brutus. Your code name is Milo. Chat Fuck pile. knows what that is. That's chat pile. Just chat pile, yeah. isn't it? Chinese football, Svalgard, Svalbard, uh, Wydegood, 
Birds in Row, Sugar Horse. The Guru Guru. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's a Guru yeah, Guru. Yeah. With their letters upside down. That's fucking Idiots. annoying, isn't it? Um, Appy Dye, A Totoso, Atan, Barons, Butch Cassidy, Burial Clouds, Chalk Hands, Din of Celestial Birds, False Hope for the Savage, Grief Ritual, Hammock, Hypnose, Build the Sky, Lost Sarah Fonton, Fontan, I should say, Mission Creep, Mountain Caller, Mount Yonder, Other Half, Parachute for Gordo, Poisonous Birds, Posthumous, Ramcot, and Wallowing. I don't know all of those bands. And you know what? As I was reading them out, I was going, <laughs> oh, it's really nice to not know. <laughs> not know all of these bands. <laughs> who, yeah. are, who all of these bands are. Oh, what do you think of the new Din of Celestial Birds EP? Let's spend 45 minutes talking about it. <laughs> not anymore, buddy. Not anymore. Um, so yeah, lovely stuff. Uh, there's enough on there for me to make me go, what a very, very good lineup this is. Converge, mm. obviously, we've already spoken about how fucking great they are. I've seen Empire State Bastard, they are brilliant. I really like Russian Circles, particularly that last album. Fucking love Russian Circles, mate. Yeah. Be dead. It's, would really like to see Chat Pile. Yes. Um, cave In. Cave In. Mate, I love. Brilliant. Um, yeah, obviously, already said about Brutus. I'd love to see them. I'd be really keen to see Elder. I've never seen Elder before. I do quite yeah, like me their too. last three albums at this point. I think since, mm-hmm. well, since Reflections on a Floating World, anyway, been really, really good. Uh, I don't know your code name is milo super well but i know that that's been a bit of a uh, uh, a hole in one for the art tangent uh faithful. yeah they're they're a sort of 2000s um like i guess post lost prophecy uh well not they don't sound like lost prophets but they're a sort of one of those bands that came up around the same time mm-hmm. as like ruben and all that sort yeah of thing, like aconite thrill if you <laughs> can remember that at all um <laughs> Yeah, I I do I quite like your kind of name as well. I think mm. they're pretty good. Uh, that first EP was really good. Um, uh, they're good. Yeah, yeah, they're quite good. Uh, Sugar Horse. I would like. To, I've still never seen Sugar Horse. Mate, they're, they're such a fucking good Ridiculous. band. They're so good. Yeah, would like to see them. Birds in Row is an exciting proposition for me as would well. Would like to see Birds in Row, and I'd like to see the Guru Guru. Mm. I'd also like them to write their fucking name properly. But then <laughs> I suppose, or aren't you clever? Yeah. Um, uh, on the Friday. Hai Lung as the headliners. I am, uh, if I were there, I would potentially wander over and watch, but Hai Lung do not interest me much at all. I've heard that I, they're one of those ones who are like people say, oh, their shows, they're, they're more like rituals, and that's enough to put me off anyway. It's like, well, I, I quite like a show to be a show, to be honest. I'd rather watch Bullet for My Valentine Ooh, than watch that. bloody hell. I have got no interest in this fucking nonsense. Um... Yeah, go on, fucking crack on with your stupid, like, oldie, worldie, hurdy gurdy bullshit. Like, I don't care. Mm. Wow, there we go. Oh, look at you wearing You've got bones, on bone, your head, yeah, bone, bones on your head and banging a fucking drum for an hour and lighting some. Nah, 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 nah. Nah. No. <laughs> Swans would be good, though. Me. Swans would be fucking good. Yeah, let's yeah. move on. <laughs> um, Swans, sick. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what does that say? Uh, Jagged Jazzist. Sure. Yeah, I don't and really so, know them. Not for me. And so I watch you from afar. Enslaved the ocean. Bell Witch. Bell Witch. Are they going to have time to play a song? <laughs> no, I don't think they are. They, they're not even going to be able to play one song. No. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see what they do. Maybe they do a You Suffer cover. That'll fill half I an think hour. They, they, they have to do like... Uh, like you remember when, um, in the 90s, Metallica did a sort of kill them all... Um, yeah, ride the, the kill ride medley. Uh, yeah, 
yeah, medley. They have to do a medley of their their riff. <laughs> Here come Bellwitch with their <laughs> riff. Yeah, I mean to be fair. Uh, yeah, liturgy, holy fawn, carbon, Caligula's horse, uh, LNN, pet brick, sixty eight, ashen sphere, cat bamboo, clip drip, curses metal hands, storm raid, death goals, hast, helpless, hidden mothers, host body, Joliet, lack the low, list mork, project mishram. I can't even be bothered to read the rest of these out, to be honest, mate. Like, I don't... Uh, Witch Sorrow, Year, Year of No, no Light. Light. I'll read the yeah, rest. They're, yeah. they're the other two. Well, uh, Year of No Light is the, the one at the bottom there that I, I know and like. Yeah. Um, I think that's a pretty strong day. It would be a really fucking mm. long and quite extreme day. But, I mean, Swans and Sixth, excellent. Um, I've n- never really got into Enslaved, personally, because black metal, just, nah, not not for me. I know that they're quite a revered one amongst it, kind of the, for the more progressive and expansive black male. Cool. I, I really, really love Enslaved. Fair like man, Some of this, the, 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 the little peer from kind of Issa and Rune um, and the one that came after it and uh, Rittier, uh, I think are fucking brilliant. And okay. the one that came out a couple of years ago is really good as well. But yeah, I can see, yeah. Not not for me, but that's not so that they're not good. Uh, the ocean, I'd be really keen to see. Um, I just fucking love the ocean. I tell you what, the liturgy album, <laughs> I still haven't finished it actually because it's like eighty minutes. The one that's come out this year, and that is too much avant-garde black metal for anyone. But the forty or so minutes that I can stomach of it at a time, I do think it's pretty pretty interesting. I would be intrigued to see them live. Uh, Carbom, the fact that Carbom are back, that's very exciting. I really hope we get yep. something new from them because the only time I've seen Carbom was at Art Tangent 2019 and they were fucking great. Uh, LLNN mm. will be punishing. 68 would be cool because Skoggin in it. Love to see Ash yep. Inspire. Kirstie's Metal Hands would be a fun time. Dawn Raid, I think, are quite a, a quite good live. Um, helpless hidden mothers and then year of no light yeah i mean for me there's a there's mm-hmm. a lot there that i'd be keen to see clip drip as well um, oh god yeah clip drip sorry uh, i completely fucking, missed them i think they'd be one of the bands of the day to be honest yeah fucking great so i mean you're looking at uh there's it for me like one two three four holy four and be another one uh four five six seven here helpless as well hidden mothers i'd like to see as well yeah mm. yeah it's like it's looking at you about seven seven on a day is pretty good yeah i've got um, i've got eight or nine there i'd say so yeah and then run like fuck from, <laughs> from high lung <laughs> sorry mates i just can't i fair, can't fair. um oh wednesday they've put the wednesday at the bottom as well i just say wednesday quickly sculping uh, who are quite good i mm, think conjurer mm. june who are brilliant yes, i'd like to see that yeah. pupil slicer great yeah we'll see them in um hippo tractor uh sure skin failure i know you weren't a fan of them particularly mm. i think the album's all right by curious five the hero point olive Ogives, big band and straight girl but on saturday the final day um very proggy this isn't it <laughs> devon townsend igor haken death heaven playing sunbather in full oh yeah although i if i was going to have a death heaven album i'd definitely take ordinary corrupt human love but i'm not going to complain about sunbather in full I mean, Sunbathers the big, big, it's big the ass classic, fucking one in here. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, Loathe, Rolla Tomasi. Why do I call him Tomasi? Tomasi. Yeah, like <laughs> Lloyd Grossman. Um, Vola, Fall of Troy, Gugugu Gold, Health, The World is a Beautiful Place, I'm No Longer Afraid to Die, The Callous Dowboys, Burial at Sea, Abraham, Amy for Enrique, Bear, Bones of Minerva, Brickville, Cobra the Impaler, Corpse, Dumbcraft, Fake Your Death, Grubnap, The K, La Bestia D. Geverdan, Land Wars, Lawney, Any War, Mad Mess, The Most, Nought, Ohms, Playgrounded, Psychonaut, 
quietly standards thought forms tonky horror that is again i would say a really strong day devin is going to be great because mm-hmm. he always is yep. you know i don't he, he's got a bit of slipknot about him whereas i wouldn't be that excited to see devin but he would be brilliant and i would definitely go because he's there i've never actually seen devin townsend so i'd be i would be excited to go oh, and watch devin yeah yeah, you, yeah, well, then, yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, Igor are mental live and yeah. just mental. The only bit of Igor I've ever seen was I wandered over. They were on the fourth stage at Download one year, and I wandered in just as they were finishing their set. And um, the 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 woman who was up the front um, gave this. Uh, just getting to the point of this incredible crescendo, really fucking high pitch, and then it all dropped out and just went. Thank you. And everyone in that tent, I I think I knew as much of what had gone on as everyone who'd stayed there for the whole set. It was quite bewildering, but it'd be interesting. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I mean, you know, death. You've mentioned Death Heaven. Um, they're quite high up by those things, right? Eagle Death Heaven. Yeah. I think Loathe would be brilliant. Loathe would be excellent. brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Cowboy is brilliant. I'd like to see Health quite a lot as well. I'd like to see um, Gold as well after that last album. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was really good. Um, Ohms, I would like to see with that new material. Yeah, it's really man. good. Yeah. Uh, I quite like Bear. I said a few times for all those techie metal bands, Bear, one of the ones that I really like. Mm-hmm. If Amy for Enrique play <laughs> good the music. stuff yeah. that is actually good, then um, yes, I would be interested to see them. But if they're going to fucking faff around and do what they did on that um, that last album, album yeah. then I would be... I, I, would, I, would be, I would be less interested, to mm. be perfectly honest. Um... Yeah, so Art Tangent, I mean, I should say as well, actually, like, Art Tangent and 2000 Trees are doing podcasts as well in the morning. They're doing a little podcast thing. And um, they've got people like uh, Hellbent for Metal, who are good friends, mm. are doing it as well. They're even giving some little podcasts that, that no one's ever heard of or listened to a chance as well. So I think that's really nice that they're doing all sort of caring the community thing. Um, anyway, Bloodstock is where we're going to end. That's always been, I said, my favourite festival. Well, that was when I liked metal and I don't like metal anymore, do I? No, I, I heard that you hate it. You, you spit yeah, on I metal. Do yeah i do i hate i fucking hate metal mm. bloodstock i missed last year and then i found out machine ever did, did a oh set mate like, yeah oh yeah fucking stupid twat the one year <laughs> I, go. I think i'm gonna go back this year because uh like i said i'm not going to download and i kind of even though again this has got a touch of the download about it where it's like what about this lineup am i actually really super excited about mm. not loads but i just like bloodstock as a as a as a festival it's small yeah it's kind of easy to get in and out of it's you can see everything there's always stuff that you don't normally get at other festivals i feel like everybody gets that you want to see that gets a really big crowd and i feel like the atmosphere is usually just a bit more excitable so Mm. i'm actually pretty keen to go to bloodstock let's go through the main stage in fact actually shall we start on the thursday yeah because there is the thursday uh, second stage thing oh, well i mean we could start there uh i don't know any of the bands yeah i think that's where we start and end to be honest yeah. um let's go which sorrow which hazel hate sacred reich gate creeper fit for an autopsy heaven shall burn in flames kill switch engage on the main stage on the friday that's the ronnie james dio stage um that is quite a it seems weird to say it about bands like in flames and kill such engage but it's a quite a kind of a contemporary looking main stage by bloodstock standards i think what you raised your eyebrow sacred reich and heaven shall burn well heaven shall burn are no older than kill such engage are they and i wouldn't say really? kill switch engage are particularly contemporary 
Well, no, I wouldn't either. But no. I'm saying by 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 the kind of like we have to fill it full of classic heavy metal stuff. I mean, get, go to the last day and uh, tell me yeah, that. Okay, that, yeah. Compared to the I mean? last day, I mean, those top two, yeah, definitely. Fair enough. Um, I suppose it's 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 the metal problem, isn't it? That contemporary just doesn't sell tickets, unfortunately. Gate Creeper, I would be really keen to see though on the main stage. I think that would be real fucking cool. A quite light fit for an autopsy, despite uh, despite the fact they're deathcore. I'd be interested to see them. That day doesn't do loads for me. Uh, Killswitch, obviously, it would be a good time. Jesse's the fucking man. Um, uh, I mean, our, I don't even know what his band's called these days. Uh, Howard's band anywhere on the lineup because presumably they take any excuse to get him to come out and do that song together. That would be cool, but I don't see Light the Torch no. or whatever they're called now. So, But yeah, Killswitch, yeah. Killswitch would be fun. They've got enough classics to fill a fucking great main stage headliner. I don't think it's the strongest main stage of the weekend, but it'll be all right. Yeah, I would. I mean, you know, Kelsey Jugay's headline of the UK festival, it feels like, you know, the chat about it being potentially being downloaded mm. obviously ha- happened a long time ago, probably before even you were listening to Metal Satellite. <laughs> yeah, imagine. I would think so. Like yeah. a fucking, fucking long time ago. But, and it's not going to happen. No. But, you know, it's uh, it's happening now. And I, for one, there's something really exciting to me about seeing Killswitch Engage headline of the UK Festival. I would really, really like to go and see that. Um, with it being in flames subbing them, which could have been like a bit of a damp squib a few years ago, and a bit like, oh God, am I going to have to suffer through another bad in flames set? With their recent album being good, I'm actually much more excited about seeing in flames now. Um, Heaven Shall Burn, I've never really got into, but like you say, yeah, Gatecreeper and Fit for an Autopsy, pretty good. I mm. think that's a pretty good main stage and when you look at you know Candlemas Striker oh my uh, god Garia they're, they're actually a, a, a quite good black metal kind of inspired band I quite like Garia mm-hmm. and then you've got Bosk Zetra Pest Control the Enigma Division Black Coast quite like Black Coast uh, Bloodyard and Wolf Bastard does that say Wolf Bastard yeah yeah I mean for me on that stage Bosk are definitely the big one there because I fucking love Bosk uh, Pest Control would be really cool um zetra i'd like to go and see again because i think seeing them at that godflesh show sandwich between godflesh and street grease didn't really give them a fair crack of the whip and i know people fucking love them and say that they're really good live so i'd be interested i will say yeah bosk had a standout on that stage for me though definitely yeah bosk will be would be really good on mm. in that tent i think as well then on the saturday you've got oh. seething akira don't know much about them earn oh now earn, that having is exciting progressed yes yeah that is exciting and that will be up the bill yeah i mean their first main stage appearance at a festival in the uk i think certainly one of the size of i mean you know oh, the big played, ones yeah you know teddy rocks or something I don't yeah, know what, yeah sure. what, okay. what, what one of them but who knows but yeah but that's great royal republic are the a kind of bizarre pop rock sandwich between mm. earn and employed to serve <laughs> i've not seen royal public but every report i've ever heard of them is that they're just good fun so i think cool yeah cool balances out their I, I actually that first album there is actually quite good mm. um they've got a few decent songs employed to serve i mean on the main stage again i thought they were they were decent on their well no more than decent actually when they played the download main stage on the at the download pilot mm. um and they scared a few people. They're I'm not sure. going to scare anyone at Bloodstock. No, no. That'll be because, funny. you know, yeah, there are a few people who are like, what the fuck is this? That <laughs> download pilot who obviously have a neck deep or whatever. Um, that's obviously not going to happen. So I think I think they'll do well, uh, mm. employed to serve. Um, and that new material is kind of made for this 
set really crowbar uh, always good yeah. i've seen crowbar a few times i like crowbar a bath uh sure sure if you're into that kind of thing i know that's a big deal that's a cool looking because um a bath and uh well the trips concept that we'll get to they've replaced two i would say well i don't remember who a bath has replaced but he's replaced someone um the other sets replaced anthrax so i think bloodstock have played a bit of a blinder with their trade-ups yeah. yeah knock loose are fucking high up the bill i mean they're they're fucking big mate they're they, they they've got the kind of i think the um audience sway behind them that i think everyone well that code orange should have basically yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 not loose and as you said stars. triptychon performing celtic frost I material mean, fuck me that's gonna be good that is exciting. Yeah, I am fucking bang up for that. I am bang up for that. I bloody love Celtic Frost. I ne- mm. I, they were bandy sort of passed me by when I was getting into thrash and all the kind of you know that your, your slayers and your um, creators and whatnot of this world back in the day. Mm. But over the last maybe like seven eight years, I do I have gone back to and listened to Celtic Frost and. They are fucking great. So mm-hmm. I would be now very, very interested to see Tom G. Warrior playing Celtic Frost tunes. Yeah, Big. absolutely. So when we did the, uh, I think it was the first York Cult Pop of the year on Triptycon, um, they had just yeah. announced that this set was replacing Anthrax at Bloodstock. And that that set alone is enough to sell me on a day ticket for this. But I think that main stage, plus the headliner, who obviously you mentioned in a moment, I think that main stage is really fucking strong. Really, very. really strong very very strong um and yes we also have uh Meshuggah headlining who were as usual absolutely ferociously punishing mm. at the royal albert hall um and who to be fair um for a very very technical and kind of low-endy sound can really translate well to outdoor shows like saw them at download um in was it 2018 or 19 whichever year they played i think it was 18 Saw them there, mm. thought they were brilliant on the second stage, and they headlined Art Tangent in. Tw- oh yeah, no, it would have been downloaded twenty eighteen because they headlined Art Tangent in twenty nineteen. They were brilliant at both. Yeah, 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 they were. So that is a good main stage, I think. Very, Very good. good. And then on the second stage, you've got Eyes. That'd you've be got good. Love a bit of Eyes. Tortured. Yeah, that new album is really good. Mm. Tortured Demon. You've got The Grey. I don't really know much about them. You've mm. got uh, Dacusis. I don't know anything about them either. Skin failure. Spoken about them before, or you have anyway. I mean, I'd be interested to see them. They they will go Q&A. down well at Bloodstock, definitely. And good luck to yeah. them. You've got Casket Feeder, great. who are yep. great and really good live as well. Uh, hmm. Gutalax. Don't know much about Gutalax. Trollfest. I know that I'm I assume... don't need to see them. I know that I yeah, don't I've... need to see them. Just looking at the I've... logo. Just looked at them, um, and I've seen a picture of them, and I All hate right. them. <laughs> Oh um, God, they look awful, don't they? Oh, Brothers of me. Metal. I mean, that would be, um, be bad as well, obviously. This is the sort of thing that I feel like I shouldn't slag off and then say how much I like Bloodstock. <laughs> but I mean, that kind of thing looks like a load of bum to me, to be perfectly honest. And then Zelanada headline in the second stage, as discussed earlier. Don't really talk anything about more about Zelanada. We've already done that. We have uh, yeah. a couple of hours ago. Yeah. Um, fucking great, great band. That mm. is a killer booking. That's a pretty good. That's, you know, I remember the days when Bloodstock's second stage was just guff. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Just like a load of local bands. Mm. And you look at it now when you get like Casket Feeder and Skin Failure and eyes open in it. That, that would be Coast really cool. Day before. Yeah. Mm. 
and it's you know it's definitely much better now and then on the final day dead label uh who are pretty good they stood in for somebody when gajira played uh brixton a few years ago and they were good um this you high yeah. don't know anything about them don't know them yep right uh all hell the yeti tribulation decapitated ugly kid joe sepultura halloween and megadeth uh, on I mean, the main stage. Early night, obviously, so that's fine. Uh, Tribulation and Decapitated, I think it'd be really cool. Um, really early night. Yeah, I mean, I would probably, <laughs> probably leave the main stage five after Decapitated, in the afternoon, yeah. personally, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, n- n- that top four does very little for me. I mean, obviously, the Max era Sepultura stuff is great. There are bits and bobs of the Derek Green era I like, but I'm, I'm not bothered enough. Mm. yeah i mean i would always watch sepultura because you know i love them so much although it's not really the sepultura that i grew up listening to obviously it's just i got no beef you know yeah i got no beef with um with Derek green and some of the Derek green era stuff Mm -hmm. i don't think it's anywhere near as good i mean i said all this before but i tell you what they're fucking good live and they do drop a lot of the songs i absolutely love Uh, halloween couldn't give a fuck about ugly kid joe i mean cats in the cradle and i hate everything about you it'd be funny when that comes in <laughs> decapitated um obviously if they're back i guess now aren't they after yeah. their troubles um tribulation uh are pretty good as well the other bands i don't really know much about megadeth as a headliner are the type of headliner that you would expect to get at bloodstock mm-hmm. um after the album they released last year if they're going to add more to it, it is just like, you know, you're constantly, the longer you go on, the more new albums you release, constant dilution of how good your set list is going to be. Diminishing the things, quality of their own obituaries. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly that. Yeah. Exactly that. So um, would I go and see Megadeth? I probably still would, you know. I still um, haven't seen s- Megadeth. So if I was there, I probably would just to say I have now seen all of the big four and that would be it. Fair enough. Um, over on the second stage, we start with Overthrown and then Stenger. You've got S- Stenger. Don't know who that is. They are uh, named after a Meshuggah album, uh, a Meshuggah song, sorry, but they don't really sound like that. I've listened to a little bit of their stuff. They're kind of Gojira y sort of groove tech death kind of thing. They're all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Tusker. That will be um, fucking great. I saw them open for Boss Keloid. Um, uh, end of 2021 and they were fucking good mate if you like your big sludgy riffs go and see Tuscar live yeah uh, then you've got Cobra the Impaler Envisions no don't know much about that um, Church of the Cosmic Skull mm. now I don't really know uh, putting the Abba in Sabbath oh they look like they're just a sort of old school oh yeah, thing. yeah okay. uh, Embodiment and then here we go do you like aggressive men? <laughs> you must do. You're listening to this podcast. You must do. <laughs> do you like aggressive men with guns and um, basketball fuel. tops and all that and uh, uh, bandanas? King 810 into Biohazard oh, is your heaven. Yes, mate. I mean, I, I've got to be honest. Like, I, I, I'm, I've been a bit of an apologist for King 810 uh, over the last few years. Um, so I would be pretty up for seeing them. I'll tell you what, mate. Do I ever want to see the, the reformed original line of a biohazard? You best believe, mate, that I want to see that shit. I've never seen I biohazard, I want to obviously. see that. Yeah. I, no, I, no. I, I would be there. I haven't. 
They they had split up before I started going to gigs, let alone you. What? Bloody hell. Well, yeah, yeah. I would definitely like to go and see Biohazard. I uh, would be interested to sing King Gate One Out. I think as I, I think I said when we reviewed their EP earlier this year, that they they were they were responsible for one, one of the worst gigs I've ever been to. They really did not go down very well uh, or perform very well when I saw them on the Suicide Kings tour. I think it was. Um, mm. I'd be interested to give them a second chance. Sure. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel similarly. Um, particularly, I like so much of that new stuff mm. they put out. I like, so I would like to see that. Uh, okay, yeah, that's Bloodstock. I was going to end there. I did forget, actually. There's one that I did, one extra one that I was going to talk about. And that is The Secret Garden Party, which is a really, really cool festival, by the way. Like, my ex-wife used to go to it. Don't let that put you off. <laughs> oh. uh, 20th to the 23rd of July in Cambridgeshire. It's the 20th anniversary of the um of the festival and it is so they've got metallica very... twice yeah they have yeah it's a very uh, definitely they'd love that mm. um they it's a really weird festival so it's basically you don't know when people are playing or where they're playing no. or what time they're playing it's all very like secretive i mean it's called secret garden party for a, for a reason and it is it is a very it's a very unique way apparently it's become a bit more kind of i don't like this word but commercialized Ugh. over the last few years sold out but Back in the day when it was it was just a thing that this one guy decided to do for his friends and it's sort of grown and grown and grown and grown. Really, really cool. Looking at the lineup as well, I mean, it it was always sort of more kind of DJs and dance stuff before, but uh, the Libertines, Underworld and Fat Freddy's Drop as headliners is a mixed bag. Yeah, <laughs> I'm glad you said it. I mean, it's a mixed bag. And when I say it's a mixed bag, it's an unusual. That I like. I find the Libertines as a booking for Secret Garden Party it's so weird. M- maybe the weirdest booking. Like when you're talking before about like, oh, when it weird to see Bullet at Two Thousand Trees. Mm. Libertines at Secret Garden Party is fucking so weird. I've never seen anything like that at this lineup ever. What what a weird booking. It's it's a strange one. Um, I can't stand the libertines i i hope they go down like a lead balloon yeah i mean look here's the thing right is that the libertines are that band uh, i mean i've never really seen anything nice about. i always think if there's a band who get this sort of feverish cult following there must be something good about them somewhere right and or i think like good pr behind pete doherty or maybe yeah, maybe um or you know there's just but, but i always think like yeah that can only get you so far mm. um the Libertines inspired the absolute worst of that kind of mid 2000s indie landfill bullshit, right? Mm, and mm. I think, you know, reading up on, I watched a YouTube thing about Can't Stand Me Now um, from Couldn't Trash Theory, the which is a, which is a, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> um, I think Can't Stand Me Now is A, not a, a pretty good song, and B, a really interesting song. Mm. Really, really interesting. Like they're kind of behind it, they're really, really interesting. Okay. I then I then went and tried to listen to more of the Libertines and I just thought this is this is just not very good. Like it's mm. not as good as everything that came after it surpassed it. I think the Arctic Monkeys are much better than them. I think the Strokes and all the stuff that came before as well. I think the Strokes are much better than them and I think the Arctic Monkeys are much better than them. And I think like I just don't really get it. They're one of the few bands who are massive or have this big cult following where I'm like I genuinely don't get it with the Libertines. I don't get it at all. Um, but Underworld would be good. Shouting lager, 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 lager. 
Yeah, I'd, uh, you know, I want to see Underworld earlier this year, so that'd be fucking ace. Yeah. I think you look at the rest, the rest of it. Roshi Murphy is great. Too Many DJs Live, that'd be fucking amazing, I would have thought. Mm. Left Field. Left Field, brilliant. Uh, Fabio and Groove Rider and, and the Outlook Orchestra. I don't necessarily need to see that, to be honest, <laughs> but fine. De La Soul. Lovely. Yeah. Obviously, it's not the full, de- but you know. Uh, Peaches is Pe- cool. Peaches Big- would be really interesting. Have you ever seen Peaches before? Mm. No. Oh, okay, I have. Uh, I saw oh really? Where was that? She supported Ramstein in Berlin. No. Yeah, that that was a weird lineup, and um, she got a very hostile response. I would say uh, the Ram. Yeah, <laughs> Surprisingly, Ramstein fans didn't really like her. To be fair, that night I didn't really like her either. I just didn't get it. It really didn't fit. Um, but I'd be I'd be Odd. keen to see her. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Um, and then you've got Big Pig, everyone you know, Warm Doucher, Baby Queen, Lava Larue, Desire, Compost Lose um seven seven ebra i think it says uh algebatine sages beans on toast quite good mm. broken pen cameron hayes casey lowry david rodigan david rodigan's quite good as well dream wife again has been on quite a few bills um and there's not uh, murkage dave is on there as well that's cool nice scalping murkage dave uh yeah i think this is this is an interesting i mean the thing about seeking guide party is more about like I don't know the, the the vibe of the festival and stuff. Mm. Which I know sounds a bit wanky, um, but I think there's enough stuff there. Like I would like to see Underworld. I'd like to see Fat Freddy's drop. I would like to see Regine Murphy, Timmy DJs, Peaches, De La Soul, Leftfield, Warm Doucher. Um, I would like to see Beans on Toast and Mercury Dave. So yeah, I mean that would be a that would be a fun time. I think there is a fair bit of interesting stuff in there. And Grandmaster mm. Flash. You didn't mention Grandmaster Flash. I didn't even see Grandmaster Flash. Oh, we must be looking at different lineups then. I, I'm on their website. Oh, mate. Grandmaster, so there's a line of Della Soul Peaches into Grandmaster Flash here. Oh, I didn't know that. And then a Faithless doing a DJ set. Uh, okay, hold on. I want to find. I want to find this now because what if what I just want to say. I mean, nobody, nobody needs me. To, uh, Secret Garden Party. Here we go. I've gone there. I'm getting on their website now. It's happening in oh, real yeah. time. More yeah. stuff. It's happening in real time. Um, yeah, that's a piece of faith. Oh, faith this DJ set. Yeah, cool. Mm-hmm. David Rodigan. Uh, already seen that. Let me have a little look. There's nothing else. I've, nah, I, I, I wouldn't have thought so. I think those are the only two that I I would be keen to see that you hadn't mentioned. So, Kneecap, I did notice they're playing 2000 Trees as well. So I suppose maybe they are starting to branch out into more... Yeah. Um, Guitar-y stuff. Who mm. knows? Mm. Who bloody knows? Anyway, there you go. Look, that's basically what's happening this summer. Yeah. I mean, chucking Blur, Pulp, playing live the weekend, uh, Beyonce. There's still loads of other big gigs as well. Mm. Um, Depeche Mode, yeah. playing Twickenham, mm. going to that, aren't we? Me and you. So there's a lot of stuff happening this summer. So um, I don't know if that's helped you spend your money more wisely, but that's what this year in britain during the summer for people who look like who like music that's what it looks like i know there's a few others didn't get a chance to talk about rebellion and stuff but you know um there's quite a few i mean there are a lot of festivals wherever you go whatever weekend mm. probably a festival we'll be at some of them won't we sam yeah one Will or we? two well I'm, I'm going to outbreak that's the only one i can guarantee that i'm going to I'll probably go, okay. well, no, I'll almost definitely be going to Damnation at the end of the year as well. Got a fucking dead guy doing fixation on a co-worker. I know. I thought because that's indoors and it's later on in the yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. I, wouldn't, I, I wouldn't mention it. Don't need to include right. that. That, yeah. will be, yeah. that will be fucking, that will be fucking yeah. incredible. Uh, anyway, 
hope you've enjoyed the podcast guys we'll be back next week don't know what we're going to be doing don't know what we're going to be saying but it'll be something what uh, are you doing how are one, you doing it yeah, it has been quite long yeah. <laughs> yeah quite long so i'm gonna have to end it now i have to end it here and now goodbye